The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World-Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Dixon. With me tonight is the one, the only, Neon Green. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages, insert witty comment here. I missed you, beautiful motherfuckers. Witty comment received. We missed that was the, That is the best opening ever, I swear. <laughs> Most honest. True. Up next is the last standing Samoan, Big Rig Nick Utam. Oh, glad to be here after a wonderful weekend of uh, of, 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 of of being at the Horror Hunt um, convention in Cincinnati. It was a lot of fun, a lot of drinking, a lot of partying. Uh, finally, starting finally, finally getting to see people I haven't seen in a couple of years. It was a, it was a good time. Yeah, man, we made some connections. Now, folks, we're going to talk about that in the opener in a moment. But first, we have to introduce our last bullshitter, American Ramrod, Bruce Exco, Kendo Slice. I mean, I don't care that I miss Horror Hound, and I don't care that I'm hanging out with you guys. I could take it or leave it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's a fucking lie. That's a Wrong! There we go. <laughs> See, Kendo, you shouldn't lie to us. It's not becoming. Anyway, folks, welcome back to episode 281. We were not here last week. Last week, we traveled to Horror Hound, and as you guys know, uh, when we have a, a live appearance, we do not do the show the day before because it gives everyone time to get together, to get their things. Now, Nick, you and I hung out last Thursday night. We went to Top Golf and uh, had some fun. Dude, yeah, I've never been to Top Golf, and uh, I'm glad I'm glad I didn't make a fool of myself and actually golf because that would. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't that wouldn't that wouldn't be cool um i would love to have seen that actually <laughs> yeah that was, i was like i was like I, I just got here i'm not doing this right now <laughs> we done this like saturday then yeah but maybe but not right now i didn't come in last place came in second that's important place. that's important that's important yeah i've never golfed and i'm just like all right so if you I, i've watched enough golf on tv to see how they hold it and i was like all right yeah so yeah you watch yeah, yeah 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 you, you watch enough happy gilmore to kind of to kind of get get the swing and you know dude, it's not at all how you're supposed to do that <laughs> how kendo there is a sign that has a little picture of happy gilmore that says don't do this that's, that's, like a little <laughs> that's because everybody that's never been to a driving range before walks in and thinks oh i'm gonna do the fucking happy gilmore like they're the first person that's ever thought of doing this it's like dude that movie's 27 years old Every, wow. dickhead, every dickhead in America has gone to a driving range and tried that. I'm not even above saying that I haven't tried that before. Just to see how awfully hard it is to actually hit anything accurate and with any <laughs> power doing that. You can get the power, but the accuracy isn't there. Just stick with your regular golfing stance and do what John Daly does. Get really drunk and then grip it and rip it. <laughs> His 30 for 30 was awesome. It was. <laughs> His thirty for thirty was amazing. How about his, how about, his little drinks that you can get from the uh, from the the gas station? The grip it and sip it. Not so much. Oh God! How about if I pull a cat? Yeah, look good. Can, can, can that happen? Can that happen? No. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Dion is fucking with me. He doesn't want to sign my comics. Says Superfan Adam Shawhead. <laughs> yeah, Dion. In Kendo, it sucks because Superfan Adam Shawhand would be the only person to have a fully signed Stealing Solo, the original edition. And now that he's got the Fandom Menace editions, uh, Nick, I signed those too. So Superfan Adam Shawhand has a Herculean task ahead of him. But Dion, Kendo, you guys could have helped him this week. So I think you guys owe an apology. I owe you a century. That's one reason I was so mad because my boy Shawhand was there. So don't worry. I, you you are included on that many rounds of drinks there, Shawhand. <laughs> dude, yeah, dude, he, he was. You know what, he Adam? was. He was Move really. Him and, get over it. 
him and Leper contemplating coming to get you early Saturday morning and bring you down. I I mean I wouldn't I can't say I'd have been mad about it. Yeah, they would have they would have like kind of kidnapped you, but not really, and brought you down. Right. <laughs> I would say you know if he if he wants to just show up out here, I'll sign it. But he might actually do that. So no, don't, come, <laughs> don't don't come out to where I'm at now, wanting me to sign a comic book. I'm either at home so, or at work, and I don't want to be bothered it either. Oh God, <laughs> you're just a fucking ray of sunshine today, aren't you? I mean, I, I am personally. Reasons to be happy. Well, Dion, I have reasons <laughs> to be very happy, which I'll share with yes. the audience in just a moment. But for, first off, folks, uh, on Patreon this week, Buffalo Jeff is going to read some HP Lovecraft. So, yeah, get ready for that. <laughs> uh, we'll start with Dagon. That sounds fucking perfect. Yeah. Well, that sounds well, so goddamn perfect. It is. Uh, now, Nick, before we get into the Horror Hound stuff, let's talk about our games for tonight because there's a lot to talk about with Horror Hound. Folks, we made connections to go to the Buffalo Bill House and all kinds of cool shit. So, <laughs> like, this was a weekend. We hung out with... We'll get there in a second. Tonight, the word game. Guys, I saw two great recommendations in the chat. Now, one was from Dr. Meatball, and it was the word dong. But then Miss Ninja Julian recommended chesticles. And chesticles is unlike anything we've ever used before. How do you guys feel about that for tonight? That's a that's a fantastic one. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yes, let's let's use chesticles. Yeah. All right, folks. So tonight you take a film title, a song title, a famous movie quote, anything that's recognizable, and you replace one word with chesticles. So Planet of the Chesticles. There yeah. you go. So you know, we'll go through <laughs> the testers. We'll go through the testers. Hot tub te- uh chesticles machine. Uh for a few chesticles more, a fistful of chesticles, and the good, the bad, and the chesticles. There we go. They all work. Yeah, they yeah, work. yeah. They work. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Starship chesticles is a good one. Starship chesticles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my personal favorite one. That's the one with Tom Hardy, right, Dion? Yes. All right. I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> so, how many, like, almost every Star Trek movie has an actor that, like, right after that is going to take off and be huge? Right. Not Except- that Chekhov guy. Yeah, well, he's still around. Damn, dude. Damn. <laughs> oh, fuck that one. You, oh. you evil motherfucker. God. You evil Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, yeah. Kendo's, 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 Kendo's in, the mood, in the mood to the Point out where I was wrong. So, 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 who peed in your Cheerios, goddammit? What happened? You Seriously. Did. You did. <laughs> we weren't supposed to eat it. It was just to, it was just to show dominance. That's all it was. Yeah, and I threw it back at you. <laughs> Oh, it work? Sorry. <laughs> no. uh, so, folks, show us your chesticles all night because <laughs> we want to see them. Uh, we'll also play our uh, our game. You know, pick one. Uh, we'll play that. You guys want to? Pl- I'll play that in a little bit. How's that? Yeah. Now, I wanted to talk about Horror Hound because, folks, I got to live out a fantasy that most people never realize. So, there are characters that have catchphrases. And it's always cool to get in on a catchphrase. You know, if you go to wrestling and you chant, if you smell what the rock is cooking and you scream like he does or Stone Cold and his stupid what chant or any other myriad of sports chants, you know, you go. Now, some of these chants actually have an activity and Dion knows, but Dion, we got to celebrate and partake in one of the greatest activities that ever has been mentioned in a wrestling promo. Should we tell the audience? Absolutely, goddamn, Please do. 
So if you're a wrestling fan, you know who the Godfather is. Pimpin' ain't easy. Well, apparently it wasn't because we heard a lot of cool stories. But the Godfather <laughs> has a secondary catchphrase that goes, roll a fatty for this pimp daddy, light it up and say, Pimpin' ain't easy. So we got to do that with the Godfather for real. It was insane. Yeah, and uh, and thank you to our to our friend Veronica and her husband Josh for helping us get that get that happening. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's give Veronica a quick shout out on the show, folks. Our friend Veronica is a makeup artist. She actually has won an award. Her film Lake Alice is on Peacock. So yeah, we've known uh, Veronica for quite a few years. She's the friend who I married. Her and Josh were the people that I officiated their wedding. So you may have seen those photos if you're a social media friend of mine. Uh, that's a possibility. But yeah, she took over a business card and she said, "You're meeting the Godfather at this time. Don't don't fuck up." I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and we were so fucking late. I thought we blew it. Well, guess what? He was even later by just about five seconds because we yeah, sit down yeah 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 because we because we because we showed up in the hallway and, and like and like he I think I think he told her he, he told her like seven and we're there like seven twenty two or something like that and we're like shit we missed it so we started looking looking outside in the uh, in the area where all the you know where everybody's, everybody's gonna be ready to party. And he's not there. And then we're just like, well, shit, where is he? And then he comes around the corner and it's like, oh, there he yep. is. Oh, yeah. Perfect timing. Like when he was Papa Shango and had to do that running. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they, they had to say, wait, hey, you're supposed to be out there. He, here's the coolest part, though. We impressed him to the point where he asked to come on our show. <laughs> nice. Fuck yeah. 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 He told us, dude, he told us some, some, some stories I'm not allowed to repeat on this, on this show. Yeah. Uh, about it's just cool, man. So we're there. Uh, we're gonna make that happen in the next coming uh, couple of months. We'll be, you know, reaching out to our uh, our new uh, buddy. <laughs> the Dude, that would be so, so awesome. I've got so many questions. That's insane, man. Oh, I'll answer your questions later, Kendo. But well, beyond about that, about for him, oh. I got a question for him. <laughs> oh, okay. I like oh, I said, fine. I was there from the beginning of his career when he was Papa Shango, and then all the way through, and just like so. What was the deal with that? Why so many character gimmicks? Why couldn't you just walk in and said, "Look, I'm gonna pimp. I'm a pimp. I beat people up. I want to get high and have these hoes." That would have well, worked in 1991. Probably it would have. But Kendo, the coolest thing about the Godfather is his personality because that dude is the happiest guy on the planet. And when he signed, like Superfan Adam Shawhan got a cool autograph from him and uh, I think a, a belt signed because he made a belt for the weekend. But no, the Godfather, he takes and signs everything, every gimmick. He talks about all the gimmicks. He gives them the same respect. But he does say the Godfather is my favorite because that's just who I am. So that yeah. was, you know, folks, we usually save the wrestling talk for the end of the show. And we will. We have our normal segments. But we just wanted to share that little bit of fun from um, Horror Hound. There's a little more, though. Nick, I told you about my flight back, right? Uh, yes, you did. But you need, you, need, you, need, you need to tell the audience as well. <laughs> Well, I will tell the audience. So folks on the flight back uh, flew with Robert England, a.k.a. Freddy Krueger, but Jason Muse, a.k.a. Jay from Jay and Silent Bob, recognized us in the airport and was like, hey, it was weird because we just were like hanging out at the convention and doing all this shit. And then Jesse's like, you should go up and say hey again. I'm like, it's five in the morning. I don't even want to say <laughs> right. hey to somebody. <laughs> so why right. the fuck am I going to say hey to Jay? But Nick, you would have loved this part. When he runs around the airport, he runs like the character Jay. Like, that's not an act. It was so... <laughs> All you had to do is put a trench coat on him and you were watching Clerks 3. Oh, God. Well, I'm sure I'm sure him running through the airport was better than the current Clerks 3 we're going to, we're going to get. So, Well, speaking of the Clerks, I also 
I did get an autograph from our friend Jeff Anderson. Well, he's not our friend, but he was actually really fucking cool because I won't say who I'll tell you guys off here, but there was one celebrity that made the whole mask mandate be a thing. One guy made a stink about it because when he left, you could take off your mask and go into the celebrity room and hang out. And so when we did that, I got an autograph from Jeff Anderson and we were talking about star Wars and shit. And it was cool. And he's even asking us like, well, what do you think of the Mandalorian? We're having like a really weird Star Wars conversation with the clerks guys. So it was a fun weekend. Oh, also, also awesome. shout out, also shout out to cancel Jeremy for helping me uh, skip the line to get my, uh, my stuff signed by Robert England. Thanks buddy. Oh, yeah. Oh, and one last thing. Uh, thanks for uh, taking the comic, Jay. Uh, he was talking about it when he ran into us. So that was pretty cool too. So yeah, Jason Muse has stealing solo as well as the Godfather. And, that's uh, cool. Yeah, that was exciting. <laughs> so, folks, uh, that's my end of horror hound. Nick, is there anything you'd like to share in terms of memories? No, man. It was just fun seeing everybody that uh, that, that that frequents those shows. You know, come back. It was good to see everybody. You know, everybody's changed. Either they've lost weight, they've gained weight, they've you know they're single <laughs> now or they're married or you know something's happened and just like they've like things have changed and you know the things you know and it was just fun talking to people and. Kind of getting, you know, kind of, kind of feeling, you know, completely normal again. It was fun, man. It was, it was a good time. Um, it was just, it was just good. It was just good to have, to have the experience again, man. I miss, I miss horror conventions. I miss that. <clears throat> I miss those people. I miss hanging out. I miss all that stuff, man. It was just, it was good to have that weekend, though. I, I bought way too much stuff. Is there anything mm. that you bought? Oh, Kendo. Yeah. I bought you something that. Ooh, you oh shit! Know oh shit! Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I got you something too, buddy. Oh, what is it? Okay, hold on, Kendo. I'm gonna press a button for you and you're gonna guess what it did is. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. You got me Beetlejuice? Oh I'm yeah. Not the real one, sadly, but there was a guy who made a bust of Beetlejuice as Buddha. Okay. So I got you. <laughs> you gotta see it. It's it's weird. It's awesome. I, oh, I I I, I get you right. a poster. I, I get you like somebody painted a poster of uh, um, Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, dude. Cool. Dion, I got you some RoboCop thing. Fuck yeah! That was actually that was actually a guy in, in a RoboCop costume, man. Oh yeah. Was it like a full getup? Yeah, the full thing. The full thing. Holy it was shit. impressive. It was really impressive. Dead or alive, your chesticles are coming with me. <laughs> <laughs> He's a chesticle killer. <laughs> God damn it. One last What's your thing. name, son? Chesticles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we'll have to end the show with that now. <laughs> also, a quick shout out to everybody that came by the table. Not just a few people. We had people all weekend. Shout out to our buddy D. Pensack, who is the nicest listener we've ever had. Sorry, superfan Adam Shawhan, but you lost that battle. But yeah. uh, we had tons of other people. We met a lot of new friends. We also, I personally got to get interviewed over on uh, Night of the Living podcast. Nick, I sent you that link. You tweeted that out earlier. Yeah, correct? yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that got tweeted out. Yeah, those guys were right next to us the whole weekend. It was fun um, talking to them. Yeah. Make sure you guys check that interview out because it's really good and it's, they're good people and I highly recommend uh, you check it out. So you guys ready to start the show officially? Do's it, do's it. All right. We got some sad news. Uh, we lost... A uh, really great celebrity, a great comedian, Norm Macdonald, passed away this week. Kendo, you were the first yep. person, I believe, that told us about it. Uh, what are your What is your favorite Norm Macdonald memory? 
Nothing, I guess. Um, right. But I go. guess I'll jump in there. Uh, for me, I mean, I think the 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 absolute favorite is when you know he's on the old old show that Conan had, and they had the chick from Nine Hundred Two One Zero was on there, and then they were talking about Chairman of the Board. I think that's still my favorite Norm Macdonald moment of all time. You know, it's just a testament to how witty he was. Close second is when he was on The View. And he's just trolling them, and they and they're too stupid to realize what he's doing, and he just keeps doing it. Um, and then I think the round of the top three is when he was at the roast of Bob Saget, and it's just him reading these old ass jokes from a joke book, and his delivery is hilarious. That because I think we saw a rerun of that when we were in California for WrestleMania, and it you know or something like that, and it was so goddamn funny. Um, yeah, Norm was just something else, man. He was he was something else. Nick, anything uh, you'd like to say about Norm Macdonald? Favorite legacy memory, mm. anything like that? No, no, no. I loved him. I loved him in um in a lot of those uh, Rob Schneider movies that he did because he was always the one like yelling from the background and shit like that. It was um, <laughs> it was you know it was he, the, the, that was his thing, you know. And you know he showed up for a day, did some work, and this thing, you know. I also remember Dirty Work was a lot of fun. Uh, he was in Billy Madison as well, like. You know his, his roles here and there were were, were a lot of fun. Um, <clears throat> sadly, I wasn't into him as, as a lot of uh, as as everybody else was. But I don't know. That's I just find him funny. It's, it's sad the way he um, he passed away as well. It was uh, it was just really rough to, to hear that. Yeah, uh, no one knew he was sick. He did it privately. Didn't want attention, and that uh, I respect that. You know, uh, not everyone needs to live their life on the public. You know, in the public eye as. Look, a modern celebrity would be looking for attention. Somebody like Chadwick Boseman did it privately. Norm Macdonald did it privately. Hats off to that. They weren't looking for any extra sympathy. They wanted their legacy to be remembered as their legacy. And Norm Macdonald was funny. He was always that, you know, he was was in everything. He was never the star. He was the star of very few things, but he was in a ton of shit. And, yep, I liked pretty much any time Norm Macdonald popped up, I'm like, cool. So there you go. RIP Norm Macdonald. Kendo, are you back yet? Yes. Uh, Norm McDonald memories before we move on. Uh, Norm McDonald's a fucking genius. He's one of the best comics you'll ever come across. And to show you how good he is, the, some of the best work he ever did was when he went out and intentionally bombed for eight minutes at uh, Bob Saget's roast on Comedy Central. Yet yep. that was still funny. He went out with the intention of bombing, and it was still hilarious. So there you go. Norm McDonald, one of the best. RJ Oldenburg, I was about to quote that randomly. That is my favorite line from that movie. Uh, Deuce Bigelow, male jiggle. I'm going to take this swizzle stick and shove it up your pee hole. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. But yes. Hey, you want to get work some was beer good. and feed it to the donkey and get it drunk? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go put some beer in a bucket. But no, go watch Dirty Work, and if you've never seen Screwed either, go watch that. Oh, Screwed, is, Screwed is great. Screwed is, great. is criminally underrated like Dirty Work. It gets shit on sort of justly but it is also a lot of fun i mean screwed's great too because it's him dave Chappelle, and danny devito so there you go if you can't enjoy a movie with those three then i don't know what to tell you you're an asshole that's what he's telling you yeah now i see a lot of people playing the chesticle game and i thought why make you wait so uh let's do something a little different let's take a quick break and then we'll jump into some chesticle talk mm. Ben. 
Jesus. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the first time that one was just like, oh, now it's just funny. <laughs> Have you guys heard Andrew Garfield say he's not in Spider-Man and people should lower their expectations and all this shit? I really don't think he's in it and that it's a marketing ploy. It could be. could be wrong and everyone will be surprised, but I think Tom Holland's going to be the only Spider-Man in that movie. What do you guys think? I, I'm I'm holding out, but I, I I you know Andrew Garfield's Andrew Garfield, but I wouldn't be surprised. You know, obviously, you know he's not a part of it, so he's not going to be. He's not K. Fabin, which you know I think he deserves a punch in the fucking sur- solar plexus for that. But I'm I'm holding out, hope that we do get a couple a couple other Spider Men in there. I, I want to see Tobey Maguire so bad. I do too. Um. With Andrew Garfield saying he's not going to be in it, that actually causes me to raise my expectations as opposed to lowering them. So I might have well, a we'll find fact. Find out in thirty years, AK this December, folks. <laughs> ah, <laughs> Spider Man. Yeah, we don't pay for this shit, but wait, we do. That'd be amazing. Uh, Joseph Bianowicz says, Indy's getting the torch ripped from his hands as he's slipping from the ledge. Waller Bridge is squatting, pissing on the flame. Hail WCBS. Oh, God. (laughs) Fucking image. (laughs) Now, Joseph, we will be talking about that extensively a little more into the show, but I am not a fan of Phoebe Waller Bridge, and she might become the internet's most hated female celebrity by the end of this year. Stay tuned to find out what I mean. But do you guys have a positive opinion of old Poob? No. <laughs> I, I don't think so. Uh-uh. No. Oh, the okay, answer is no, yeah, Dion. Yeah, it's not um, rhetorical. Okay. Oh, when, when her robot gets blown apart in, in Solo, that was actually pretty funny. Yeah, I agree. It was the highlight of that movie. <laughs> yeah. I also love that she took that role like really, really, really too far and too seriously. She's like, yeah, droid, droid female rights. I'm like, What? You're a CGI character. You're doing the voice for it. Calm down. I'm a robot. I help Lando. Did you know I bang him? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I didn't actually ever want to know that, but okay, cool. <laughs> and then he ripped didn't out your memory. Made you, made you part of the ship, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, nobody nobody cared. Nobody cared. Actually, actually, we did care when you died, and that was about it. So, yeah. Up next, we have our friend Dr. Coffinails. He says, me at Horror Hound when I found out Dion and Kenda wouldn't be there. Now I know I have a heart because I can feel it breaking. Oh, yeah. God damn. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah he, some, he, he was there. Rub some he was dirt there on weekend, it walk it off, cupcake. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Guys, you broke no, Dr. Coffinails. It's not no, cool. No, no, simpy for, no simpy for Kenda tonight. <laughs> Try no simpy. I'm all out of simpy. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dr. Coffin Nails, but next time the guys will be there. If not, I'll just give you their addresses and you can show up. Space Monkey. <laughs> oh, my address is um, box. <laughs> Space Monkey 0899 says AAA gaming is nosediving along with Hollywood into bankruptcy. Support Indian by physical media. Modern entertainment does not respect, has no respect for you. Uh, that's 100% true. Correct. Now, I mean, space Monkey- that Wolverine game's coming out, so I can't I can't jump all over that one. I'm gonna wait till after. <laughs> now, also, uh, what is it the uh, the fourth the fourth Dark, Dark Pictures game is coming out at the end towards the end of October? So, holy shit! Yeah, it's 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 the one with it's the one that looks like The Exorcist. So, yeah, baby, baby, yeah. we played the next the next Dark Horse game's coming out, babe. <laughs> that bitch ain't listening. It's Christmas <laughs> early this year. 
<laughs> now, Space Monkey, what I, I want to talk about later on tonight is Grand Theft Auto, the biggest game ever. Thank Grand Theft Auto Five is the highest selling game of all time. Uh, interesting how fans have finally turned on it, and for a multitude of reasons. And I want to talk about that, like I said, extensively later, because gaming is super lazy. The fact that I go into a game and don't even expect it to be complete, therefore I skip it, that's a problem. You should show me a trailer, and I should go, ooh, that looks fun, and play it. I shouldn't think, ah, it's from this developer, and they really don't develop games fully. So I'm going to wait until a patch comes out, and then the game's $20. So, yeah, you're going to go bankrupt game the gaming industry because of... It's like the fucking E.T. shit again, back at the Atari. All these bad games, and then people abruptly left here in America. I don't know if that's going to happen just in America, but bad games will equal... Uh, people looking elsewhere for entertainment. My, my my favorite little gem that they like to throw out there is we're gonna sell you a game that's not really complete. You'll you'll get it done in like 20 hours. Oh, by the way, there's a DLC pack coming out. You should buy the season pass because we're gonna have like three of these. And it's just gonna and it's no. like just adding on levels <laughs> to the game. It's like no, I should I should get a complete game, and then when you feel when you feel you know you, you need to make some more money, then you give me the DLC at a discounted price because I've already bought the first game. Yeah, because or you could uh, do what uh what was that Japanese? It wasn't Final Fantasy, but the one where they uh was it Rage or whatever, where they fucking here's the true ending and it cost twenty bucks and everyone right. was like, Fucking excuse me. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I used to defend Nintendo because I was like, you know, at least with the DLC pack for like Breath of the Wild, you had a complete game that took you a while. And then for like 20 bucks, you get these other little packs and you can go back and gives you more life to the game. Something else to do. Same thing with like the Pokemon Shield and Sword one. It's like they gave you a complete game. There's more to do. But then they pulled that shit with the fucking uh, Smash Brothers where you had to like pay like one or two bucks every few weeks to get more characters. Like, dude, that's kind of not cool. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Up next, SH Rebels 08. Mm, you will pay for your insolence, Dion. Enjoy the torment for what you missed at Horror Hound. <laughs> Don't do the laugh. Dude, <laughs> it was in the super chat. It says evil laughs. Mm-mm-mm. Dude, yeah. do you want me to send you a hey. picture? Yeah, to, to, to verify that creepy ass thing you just did just now? Absolutely. Today, right, I almost watched somebody hit a wild horse with their car on my way home from work. That was new. What? You yes. have to elaborate. You can't just set that up and stop. So, okay, around here, animals essentially live mostly wild. Like, there are people that do keep cows and horses and stuff on their property, but then there's also big swaths of countryside where there is just, like, no fences, and they're allowed to just freely roam. And I was driving along, just flying down this fucking Navajo road, just going crazy, like, 70 miles an hour, listening to the experience, and... All of a sudden, big-ass brake lights in front of me because there's, like, five horses that just came running out of a field into the road and across the road and all that other stuff. Just like, hey, man, what's going on? It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's one thing to hit a small animal with your car. You feel bad, but there's a chance you're going to be okay. Then there's hitting bigger animals, like when I hit that deer and I almost died. Yeah. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God like that <laughs> i would have to assume that hitting a horse with your car or the other day when i was driving along and there was just this big steer standing on the side of the road eating grass like hey what's up i'm like it would suck to hit one of those because i got a feeling they're not going to come through the windshield because they're really you know sturdy and i drive an suv but i feel like we're still going on about this huh 
Yeah. <laughs> really bad. But yeah, no, horses just run wild around here, Dion. That was the most drawn out story to just say, hey, there's a horse on the road. <laughs> that I never Jeff fucking heard. Asked me to elaborate. Yeah, he didn't mean to write the whole goddamn novel right now. Just a short story, bro. <laughs> it was a short story. It was like you know, six paragraphs. You talking about my birthday has come and passed. What do you mean? <laughs> Still got a month on that. Month and a half. You're good. Uh, moving on. SA Troubles Thank you very much. He says, I will take a Joe Rogan WWE and a horses for Dion. Well, sorry, Dion. Here you go. Imagine if you gave a white supremacist five MEO DMT and then as the first one, as they're exhaling. Yeah. As Joe Rogan would say, that's entirely possible. (laughs) (laughs) And then, sorry, Dion. It's when they make the damn noises. It's just like, (laughs) see now, come back next time, horse with your final conclusion of that button. Yeah, I, right. I, I just I just feel like that button is is doing more harm to the show than good because it's like what the f- like there, there there is no there is no there's no rolling off of that it's just your two, pain is folks, what is worth it just folks in the chat if you think that that button's actually hurting the show please plus one if you think it's just hurting Dion put a snowman in there give us an eight put a snowman a snowman. <laughs> a, a one or a snowman okay that's that's a new one naked yeah. <laughs> fame thank you very much hey guys buffalo jeff reading anything is a great idea hail chat i'm here to kick ass and chew testicles and i'm all out of testicle chesticles <laughs> <laughs> all right oh <laughs> uh, now it seems like the majority of people like me. i don't know like it i guess i wanted yes. to ask the audience to do me a favor and test test something out uh, on another stream, people were able to send in cuss word super chats, just one basic one to see if it's like every channel or just specific channels. Because I watched it a lot, and I was like, "Geez, that's that's the end of YouTube." Because people will just want to outdo their worst each week. But uh, somebody just sent in something basic to see if that works. Because you know, I'll do it myself. Well, I can't. Never mind. Doug Keller, thank I you very much. It. He says, "Okay, you do it." Huh. Old Town Chesticles by Lil Nas X. There we go. <laughs> That's fucking perfect. Did you see that gold armor that dude wore? I did. That was that was pretty dope. That dude just doesn't. Uh, he had to be on dope to wear that shit. He looked like. Hey, he doesn't boy. listen. It, it, it doesn't look good, but he doesn't give a fuck. I, hey, I'm all about. That. I'm like, hey, man, you do you. He doesn't give a fuck, and people just keep getting all uppity about it. So it's like it's like stop reacting, and he'll stop doing all this crazy. <laughs> exactly. Keeps doing it. I'm exactly. like, yo, that's cool as shit. Keep doing it. Liquor Jim, thank you very much for your generous super chat. He says, hey, boys, I'm sure you I'm sure I've clicked away by the time you read this because I can't stand up on Jeff and enjoy the recorded videos. Got to show you some, some support. Keep working passionately towards your goals. Thank you, Liquor Jim. Thank you for the massive super Thanks, chat. Buddy. I appreciate that. Doug Keller says, great chesticles, kid. They're one in a million. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why Princess Leia didn't like Han Solo? <laughs> the first thing he said. Kid, grab her chesticles and giving her coke. 
<laughs> wait, wait, wait. Give space dust a whole new meaning. Dion, you're a terrible oh, friend. God damn it. Oh, wow. You can. Kendo, thank you very much. You can put all those words. Oh, wow. That's that's impressive. Now. That's impressive. Now read yeah. my super chat. No. <laughs> I'll read it when I get to it. Oh, shit. Ninja Lawyer Steve says, Sisterhood of the Traveling Chesticles. Yeah, I mean... That pretty much sums up the movie. All of these, all these sounds like sound like movies that should be on Pornhub. I mean, would America Ferrera do that version? Probably yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, probably. Superstore <laughs> got canceled. She got she got to find work, son. Dude, do you know why <laughs> Superstore got canceled? Oh God, why? Because she quit like a while ago. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, she is kind of a diva. I mean, because I, I remember when that show started. That was the rumor was that she was, you know, she was a little difficult to work with, you know, but, you know, hey, Ugly Betty wasn't that good of a show, honey. So I have never watched it because I'm a guy and it's not for me. So wait, hold that's, on, hold on. She's wait, hold on. She's she's a diva. <clears throat> she doesn't have that status, nor does she have the looks. So I don't know how that how that works out. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. That's that's what, how it whatever. works. Whatever, man, whatever. Because because I'm I'm looking at her, I'm just like, eh, yeah, okay, sure. Well, speaking of strokes, Doug Keller says, "Don't think Axel; it makes my chesticles itch." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Doug, thank you, you very much. <laughs> Ninja lawyer Steve, thank you very much. He says, "Steel chesticles," followed up by "God chesticles on Indian flats." Hmm. I don't even know what the word. Chesticles is replacing is. Do you guys know what God something of Indian flat? I just Google it, but do you know that no. film? No. no. What about fried uh, green chesticles? <laughs> I accidentally. Oh, God monster of Indian flats. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, it looks like a terrible movie. <laughs> it's got a 3.8 out of 10 on IMDb. An eight foot tall mutated sheep goes on an evil rampage in the Wild West, blowing up petrol stations and smashing crooked politicians. That sounds, <laughs> awesome. sounds like a lot of fun. That, that I have great, great news, guys. It's free on Tubi. We should watch it. Hey. Yeah. Hey, uh. <laughs> Tubi's always coming through, it seems like. Yeah. Tubi with the wind with the chesticles. Uh, Doug Keller says, How do we find Dent? Follow your chesticles. You, I guess. I guess Dent would follow Rachel Dahl's chesticles because Maggie Jill. Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> this is a good question, guys. Thoughts on the fifth Brosnan? Everything or nothing? Now, what TLJ Screwjob means by that? For those listening, no, there is not a fifth James Bond film starring Pierce Brosnan that you never heard of. It wasn't hidden away like some lost media on Blame It on Jorge. No, the fifth. Brosnan film is what fans call everything or nothing the video game it not only featured Pierce Brosnan's voice it featured the voices of Dame Judi Dench John Cleese Shannon Elizabeth Willem Dafoe all kinds of big celebrity names it was this EA James Bond game where they didn't really cut any corners in terms of presentation and people think of it, of it as the last Brosnan film I do like to think of it as the last Brosnan film I think it's a great game and I've been playing it since it came out in 2004. Have you guys played it or have you even heard of it? No, heard of it for sure. Played very little of it. You know, obviously when it was at, you know, when, you know, a lot of stores used to have the demos and the, or the games you could play while you were there, while your parents were fucking around looking at towels and all that other dumb shit. Uh, (laughs) I played it there and I thought it was because everything or nothing where you had, where he's rappelling down the side of the building. Right. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, that I mean, I I thought it was it you know it made me want to get Nintendo shit. It was uh, I thought it was cool as hell. I mean, never played the whole thing, but yeah, I I'm in that camp that it's it's the uh, the spiritual fifth film. Jeff, is that the game that you and I were playing where you kept shooting me with rockets on accident, even though we're on the same team? No, that was Nightfire. That was the game that okay. preceded everything. <laughs> okay, every time I get a every time I get a bit of momentum coming, and I get like three of them coming at me, all of a sudden I get fucking friendly fired. Yeah, that was my fault. My fault <laughs> every time, Jeff, really, every time, friendly fired. <laughs> just like oh i got 100 i'm like i got five and 12 deaths stay out of my line of fire god damn it <laughs> i got a rock uh, wcw 2793 the first third person 007 game would be tomorrow never dies on the original playstation and after that the world is not enough would be a first person shooter and yeah that would be the the next non first person shooter bond game would be 007 racing which fucking blew i got that for you talk about a honey dick christmas year 2000 everything's going to be great, right? No, I get James Bond racing and it blows, dude. I got on the second level and never played it again. Damn. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. They can't all be winners. That's true. Now, That's true. Doug Keller says, I'm going to rub my chesticles on your drum set. <laughs> that changes that scene dramatically. It does. It does. It really does. Well, my drum set's a guy, so that makes him straight, you fucker. I don't know. Uh, just Joe47 says, so Jeff is a Duran Duran fan. How about a Buffalo Jeff cover album featuring Ordinary World and The Reflex, or is Hungry Like the Wolf more his style? Oh, it's definitely <laughs> Hungry Like the Wolf. <laughs> hungry Like the Wolf. Definitely I, Hungry Like the Wolf. Hungry Like the Wolf is... I actually do like The Reflex. So that is my second favorite Duran Duran song after Review to a Kill. Yeah, uh, sure, folks. Let me make a couple phone calls. I'll call Simon and everyone else, and we'll just go. I don't think they're doing anything these days. You could probably pull it off. Yeah, probably. They did work Robert Downey Jr.'s 50th birthday party, so that's like the last thing I ever heard him doing. Yeah, so there you go. Well, yeah, they're like fucking 60 now, aren't they? <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Then yeah. again, they were famous like 40 years have ago. have a heart attack on stage. Simon LeBond's timeless, okay? <laughs> All right, so folks, we're going to come back to you guys in just a moment. But Dion, uh, yes. I wanted to bring this story up. I'm not trolling you as much as you think, so just follow this line of questioning for a moment. <laughs> oh, God, here it comes, here it comes. It's going to lead to something good. <laughs> okay. Now, you're a fan of musicals, correct? I am. Have you ever heard of Dear Evan Hansen? I have. Okay, I'm not here to talk about musicals or troll you anymore, but I want to make fun of this thing. Now, when you think of high school What's the first thing you think of, Nick? Um, trying to get laid. Kendo. Uh, being glad it was over. Dion. Uh, white women. Okay, so all in the same thing. You never had to deal with the weirdest part of high school, the 45-year-old white guy that tried to act like a kid. So I just want to share this real quick. I just, this, is, this keeps popping up in my feed. In the film version, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are we gonna get around to why you were asking me about it, or we're just gonna keep going? Because apparently, 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 Kendo and Jeff tell stories in the same fashion. Just, just like like A A to Z and like miss the middle part. Yes, (laughs) bitch. There are twenty four other letters that you just jumped over. I'm going. Yeah, the last time we did that, you yelled at one of us. (laughs) Now to get you back on track, Dion. 
Dear Evan Hansen is a musical. I just wanted to make fun of the fact that this old dude is trying to play a kid, and I read this online, and I wanted you to uh, go watch this and report back, Dion. In the film version of Dear Evan Hansen... Musical doesn't mean I like all the shitty ones, too. Yeah, but this is going to be a big theatrical release. This is supposed to be a big deal. I just want you to go watch the old guy. I already watched In the Heights. My theatrical musical shit is is on pause until West Side Story comes out. Yeah, yeah. The, what is it? Steven Spielberg's redoing that, so that should be interesting. Yeah, the most fucking, the most biggest instance of killing a, a fruit fly with a rocket launcher. Let's have Steven Spielberg do a musical. Like, yeah, it'll be awesome, but is he not doing anything else? No, he's I mean, not. They picked he's a well-known one. <laughs> He Bitch, can't do another adventure movie. Why are you doing musicals? He doesn't want to reboot. He, he, well, well, because I'm, I'm sure everybody's clamoring for him to reboot Jaws and ET, no. and he's like, "Fuck you, no." And he's never done a musical before, and he's like, "You know, I'd like to do a musical." Find me. Listen, it was different. Songs. It was different when Joel Schumacher did uh, Phantom of the Opera because the motherfucker wasn't doing anything, and he was still coming off of that 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 ass open that he took for Batman and Robin. That was different. Steven Spielberg is Steven Spielberg. I just don't know why he's doing. Musicals now. I just don't. <laughs> what do you mean? He's, he's only done. He's only going to do one. We haven't seen him do more. If he, I mean, the way there was like some something to to compare him to. At least he's Hope doing so. West Side Story and not that one that Jeff was just showing us because that would, <laughs> that would, I would think be a bigger harbinger of. How also, far also, also, I want I want to question how how Jeff poses the poses question to Dion. He's he's like, oh, I kept seeing this in my feed. It's like Jeff, are you secretly watching musicals in your free time? As well, I'm secretly right. watching IGN where they keep making fun of this old guy for playing a high school kid. Okay, I'm like, he okay. he's forty. <laughs> okay, like, how did anybody believe this? I wanted Dion to go watch it and tell me if it was believable or not. I'm judging a film on one picture. I mean, I'll probably, <laughs> we'll probably end up watching it, you know, because of you know the, the I said thing for white women in high school translated to adulthood, and I married one, and I'm sure she's <laughs> going to want to watch that movie, and I will watch it, and I will report back, but just know that if it's weird. I'm going to blame you for it. Mm. <laughs> to be fair, you made me was, watch some bullshit. If we're ranking amounts, I've watched more bullshit because of you than you've watched because of me. I don't know. I also introduced you to The Room, so. That's very true. That is very true. I don't and I also introduced you to Robocop. Everything. I mean, I had seen Robocop before you. I just hated it before you. Right, for no reason. And then, and then I gave you the gift of Lethal Weapon. That there you go. You can have that one. <laughs> that's a, there you go. That's a win. There you go. That's the truth. So I'll take it. We're on the precipice of Indiana Jones Five. Show oh, of hands. Wild. Even though our cameras are off, who is excited? My hand is not raised. But we keep hearing more and more about this, and word on the street is that. Uh, Poob, aka Phoebe Waller-Bridge, everyone's favorite nobody, is gonna, you know, take the torch from Indiana Jones. I just gotta ask, why? Why would anyone think this is a good idea? I mean, we know why. It afterwards, <laughs> I mean, we know why. I mean, yeah, we, yeah, we were, yeah. You know, instead of instead of coming up with 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 cool original female characters, because that's risky. You know, you change a known character. Give them a set of chesticles and boom, you've got yourself a success, right? But, you know, obviously, again, and, and again, you know, I know that eventually one of these days Twitter's going to jump on us, but it's the same reason why Brie Larson <laughs> isn't loved by everybody. She's just not likable. And I don't, I don't know if it's 
you know, the, 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 where we are culturally right now, like, you know, can she act? I guess, but you know, th- there's this thing that you need and it's charisma. And if you don't believe me, why did Brie Larson all of a sudden get a fucking YouTube channel when she's this famous actress? Like you, you have to be likable and she's just not that likable. Brie Larson's just not that likable and it's okay, but don't give them these gigantic roles that are meant to sell tickets and put asses in seats and then be surprised when people don't want to go see them. Or 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 don't or don't know who they are and then don't want to spend their money because they're like, what? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, oh. and then and then and then and then and then blame and then blame the person when it was your decision to, to you know to give them this thing and make them the you know the front runner of this uh of this of this movie or show or whatever. Yes. Like yeah, it's just like this yeah, Hollywood's fucked. That's all I can say. Yeah. Well, you know, and again, it's it's the knee-jerk reaction of the other side to defend them at all costs, right? When we see it, you see it on on social media every time something happens with Brie Larson. You know, this this idea that, oh, it's just everyone else. It's not them. It's like, you know, for a second, take a step back and ask, what if the, is the other side that disagrees with me right? And if you ask yourself that with this lady and obviously with Brie Larson, you know, you 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 gotta you gotta have some admittance that, you know, if it's a movie that is meant to make money, and people don't like them, you know, is it always the shitty fans that are to blame, or is it because hey, the studio just made a bad idea? And if this is true about Indiana Jones Five, where we're dealing with the same shit with James Bond, where there's this rumor of them passing the torch and giving it to a female character, is that the right decision? Are you well, making let's talk it? About it. Yeah, absolutely. So this is from the Daily Mail, which is full of shit, but they're from their show business editor, Katie Hind, claims that Phoebe Waller-Bridge is being tipped to replace the veteran actor as a female version of the fictional professor of archaeology in the adventure movie franchise. One anonymous source told Hind about the rumor it would be a huge statement and a great role for Phoebe. So first off, let's stop there. A huge statement. I'd like to take a moment to say, fuck you, if this is real. The only statement you're going to make is how irrelevant you are because, guys, hear me out for a second. There may or may not have been a massively famous female archaeologist, so popular, in fact, that she had two film franchises with three films total and countless video games. I think if this is real, this is the dumbest idea in a long time because this is Kmart Lara Croft. This is Kmart Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider has always been called the female Indiana Jones. I remember the first time they tried to sell us that game on computer. It's like female Indiana Jones. You know, seven-year-old me was like, I know what Indiana Jones is. And she had guns. Is Stevie Waller-Bridge going to have guns or big triangular tits? No. Uh, (laughs) What statement are you trying to make here? I think this is a statement to try to get people riled up to talk about this dead-on-arrival film. But uh, what what about the statement says you? Kendo, we'll start with you. The statement replacing Harrison Ford with Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Uh, what statement does that make? We're bankrupt of ideas, and we want to show everybody how cool we are and make a bunch of money. So we're just going to gender swap the, you know, your beloved character with this really cool chick, and you're all going to love her. Because if you don't, we're going to call you names on Twitter. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> oh, my God. Can, well, we, can, can we get can we get Rachel Wise back to re- reprise her role and uh, just continue that series, please? I'd watch a new mummy. Yeah, just have her. You know what? <laughs> just just say just say like you know, um, Rick O'Connell died, 
their kid is old enough; has gone to college, has his own family, and then she's going to be you know continue her arche- arche- archaeologist bullshit, and you know have her do three more movies. Just do that. Just Why do does that. Rick have to die though? Brendan Fraser just came back, dude. We're in the middle of the Renaissance. Oh, my bad. Yeah. No, you're right. You're entirely you're, you're entirely right. Off Brendan Fraser, an American treasure. I'm, I'm so sorry. That was my bad. Uh, have them. Okay, fine. Have them both do their their thing then. Have him protect her while she digs in the sand. That's fine. Yeah. Wow, that's a crazy plot point there. Protect her while she digs in the sand. Got it, Mr. Spielberg. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's not involved with this movie. No, he's, he's, <laughs> he's working quit. on some musical or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> now, the one thing I noticed about Phoebe Waller-Bridge today is she is probably the only person, she's the most dangerous person in Hollywood right now. She's the only person that can ruin both Indiana Jones and 007 because she was tapped by the Eon production company to punch up 007 script. They'll only tell you was to punch up some of the female dialogue, but I don't believe it. Secondly, she's involved with Indiana Jones. So if she can punch up James Bond and now be replacing Indiana Jones, I think she'll become the internet's most hated celebrity. Well, that's because uh, we're all a bunch of misogynists. Oh, of oh clearly, 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 you know, that's, that's, that's how we roll. Yeah. <clears throat> we're, we're scared of strong, powerful women. Oh, yeah, always terrified, completely. Duh. Now, while we're on the topic of Bond real quick, I have great news, guys. When you think about all the things that James Bond can do, uh, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Dion? Uh, meet fine-ass women at the bar and then bang them. <laughs> Nick? Gadgets. Kendo? Getting to kill Russians. Well, (laughs) I'd like to celebrate James Bond's newest accomplishment, guys. It's official. No Time to Die has passed Chinese censorship, and it's going to come out. Isn't that a great deal? Oh, thank God. I was so glad what the Chinese had to say about it. So so No Time to Die is going to make more money than than, than some some Disney movies that are going to come out this year? Well, you know what this is? Hold on. Let's play the backwards game because no one can pay attention for five minutes. A few weeks ago, we're talking about how James Bond is desperately in need of a win because they are so fucked in the red that this movie needed to make, what, $780 million? Yeah, almost, yeah, almost, yeah. Yeah, almost a billion dollars to, like, even break even now, apparently. So, so what do you do? You kiss China's ass. So, this is from Variety. The latest God. James Bond film, No Time to Die, will have its chance to blow up the Chinese box office later this year as it has now passed local censorship and has a ticket into the world's largest film market. Official local media confirmed on Friday. Although no specific release date has been set, the development is certainly welcome news for Hollywood as the blockbuster will need significant global sales to turn a profit during a pandemic given the huge budget of around $200 million. The film was originally scheduled to open. I don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> the simultaneous release in China, I don't give a shit either. This isn't this awesome, guys. James Bond now passes Chinese censorship. What exactly? I never, is the I never thought in a million years I'd read though. this in a fucking headline. Um, <laughs> like, what do they do? Like, the Chinese like censor board, like, watch the movie. Okay, he did not reference Taiwan as a country. Very good, very good. We don't make we don't need him to make a fucking apology video in Mandarin, John Cena. <laughs> There's not a black man lead with a white lady. Okay, that's good. We can live with that. I mean, what do we think this is going to be successful when there is a black woman that takes over his role supposedly in this movie? China, China didn't like Finn. They're not going to like her just because she's a chick. I don't know. It's it's their 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 censorship is strange. It's kind of like our rating system. It's like it varies a lot. I guess. Yeah. They're like does not say bad things about China. Does not say good things about Taiwan. Uh, white people are prominent. Okay, it passes. 
<laughs> Welcome to China. You can put your movie here. Thanks. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> that that sounds about right. I get. I get. I guess that's true. Yeah. I mean, like, how strict are these boards? I feel like there's well, only like well, apparently, four buttons apparently, uh, uh, apparently, Shang Chi's not getting in there, and nor and nor is what what is the other one? The Eternals or whatever that's coming out as as well. They're not going to China, so that tells you something. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I now Dune also passed the censorship, but we'll talk about Dune in a little bit. What do you think? <laughs> Let's just take a guess. What'll do better in China, Dune or James Bond? Dune. I'm gonna say Probably Dune. Yeah, but Dune. yeah, because because it's it's science fiction a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. say so they love that sci-fi shit over there, unless you know it's Star Wars: The Last Jedi. <laughs> and plus, there is a very chocolatey woman that apparently is gonna be very prominent. Yep, that's um, gonna hurt that movie, uh, right? So, and again, and, and we've gone, we've gone over that a bunch of times. But again, this is this is the living by the sword, dying by the sword. You know, if you want China to love you so much, what do you change? And Star Wars already did it. And even after all their posturing, like we talked about in the show, saying, "Well, maybe that she's gonna be the new James Bond." I guarantee, goddamn, to you, she isn't. Now that they're going to fucking China to fucking save the movie in terms of. Uh, the financial bits. So you, everyone that was posturing and getting pissed and getting buff about there's going to be a black chick's going to be James Bond. You know, you know. Obviously, our misgivings were the reason for doing that. But if they're running to China, and we already know what Disney did with Finn, you know, good and goddamn well that it's not going to happen. Fucking if 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 what we're seeing is is the how the cookie is fucking crumbling. Daniel Craig is going to come out on top because. China loves them some white people. So what you're telling me, Dion, is that we want to download the Chinese edit of No Time to Die because it's the of one where James Bond survives. Exactly. Again, Lashana Lynch's character comes on the screen. It's just like a black box over her, and her voice is like modulated. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, like, my God. I don't know. I, I oh can't my see. God. What is that? Oh, well, well, well here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Do you think they reshot stuff for China? Or they should yes. for the for the or movie. Yeah, there's like yes. a special. Yeah, there's like a special. Absolutely. That's only like 48 minutes long because all her parts were cut. <laughs> you think she takes up that much of the movie? Yeah. No. I, I listen. I, I you know I don't know if if she was originally planned for that. Who knows? Because again, it's it's, it's Hollywood, and they're they're gonna say whatever they can say to get the flavor of the month over with the people, right? But I yeah. will say. I would bet my four, entire 401k that they did reshoot some stuff to get it approved in China, mainly because of how much she did have in the film. She may not have had a huge amount of time in it, but I'd say outside of the shit that's in the trailer where she's flying the, um, um, what's up reverse Jeff, where she's flying the jet and shit. I bet you that scene is different. I, I, I would, yeah, I would, I would love to get the Chinese edit, edit of that movie and see what the difference is really. I mean, that would be really interesting to see. I actually wouldn't mind doing that in general for movies that I know have significant differences. Now I wouldn't do it on YouTube, but it'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd be a cool thing to do. But again, you know, you you guys know how cynical I am about this shit. You know, the, the Dolph Lady protests too much, and you know, Dolph Mother know if you wear her drapes. That's right. You know, uh, thanks, Tony. You know, but you know all that shit that was coming out about. Her being the Bond film, and now they're trying to get it approved by China. I, I it was probably not hugely drastic, but yeah, I, a bunch of her shit I bet has been downgraded to get it passed in China, one hundred fucking percent. 
Are James Bond uh, movies really that popular in China? I would think no. the whole idea of him going around facing <laughs> communists would probably run counter to what they really believe in. That's true. Well, they, uh, you know, listen, my understanding is that, you know, a lot of movies that do well in China that are Western movies are mainly like science fiction. You know, that's one reason why, that's the reason why Transformers made that gigantic turn into being fucking movie cannon fodder was because the first one did so well in China and they just enjoy, that's one thing that they love over there is, is well, I, crazy sci-fi spectacles. You know, that's one reason why, um, uh, what was it? Battleship got pushed so hard because they wanted to do well in China because they love that shit. Obviously, it didn't do well because it was a terrible movie. Why the fuck would you have Rihanna in anything? That you're Aloha, doing? motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's, that's one reason why that got pushed so hard is because it, it looks mm -hmm. like Transformers. That did well in China, and they were just expecting to do a shit ton of movie money in uh, in the Chinese hemisphere, baby. Okay. Well, I, I have the answer to earlier about James Bond films in China. Okay. Yeah. Almost every James Bond movie before Casino Royale was banned in China. But what hmm. scenes did the country censors cut from 2012 Skyfall and why? So I'm not going to read this, but there you go. They were pretty much non-existent until Daniel Craig. That's interesting. Well, you know, yeah. like I said, there's that whole idea that he, he he's a spy for the British who uh, are not, uh, you know, on friendly terms with the Chinese because they're on friendly terms with us. And the whole Western world going up against communist governments, i.e. the Soviet Union in most of those movies. So I got a feeling that's why China was like, yeah, we really shouldn't be showing this because we don't want to show them defeating a communist country. We'll <laughs> wait till our own inevitable collapse like the other guys did. <laughs> oh, man. So, well, yeah. So so then they're, they're probably well, and, and, and I'm sure that they're they're trying really hard to get the, the movie in China so they can you know, recoup their money because they need nearly a billion dollars to like break even now for for James Bond. So. Yeah. They're trying everything they can to, to make as much money as they as they can right now. Now, do you guys want to talk about something that's not going to make money, but is going to piss a lot of people off? Sure. Yes. Sure. List three of the greatest TV shows from the 1990s. Kendo? Oh, okay, so The Simpsons has to make that list because in the 90s it was still good. Hmm. Uh, are we talking about greatest as in were really, really great, or they were just like immensely like successful and popular? Kind of both, but more the second. Okay, so then Seinfeld would probably be on that list. And let's see, The Simpsons, Seinfeld, and I'm trying to think of some 90 TV shows. I mean, personally, I throw Married with Children on that list, but that's just me. Uh, Nick, King of the Hill is yes, Dion, you guys think too. Uh, Fresh Prince. Simpsons, Friends, and um, uh, uh, Seinfeld, yeah. Seinfeld. Oh, uh, everybody loves Raymond. Throw that one on there because I think oh, he was God. in the nineties. God. Now we are deep in reboot territory. Everything gets a oh, remake. Everything gets a requel. Whatever, it doesn't matter. A requel? Uh, Did we, you just make that up? Is that what that is? Is that, is that a thing now? I don't know. But we've finally reached a point where I'm angry, like beyond reason, because we've crossed a line culturally. Um, okay. To quote a movie, welcome to the party, pal. I've been this way since, since 05, okay? Welcome, Jeff. Thank you for finally joining me at this level. Really? Really? Okay, hang on. What is that for? I have one massive question right now. <laughs> Look at the names and then you tell me. Oh, come on. One, yep. the question is why. Come on. Two, God damn. Isn't like the whole pr purpose of rebooting is to race swap you? 
shouldn't they all be white? <laughs> yeah. I've or been like to Bel Air recently. They mostly are. So would you guys like to hear what's about to fucking Wait, happen? hold on, hold on, hold on, Jeff. Jeff, describe what we're seeing for the people who are just listening to this episode. Thank you. So, folks, there is a fresh Prince of Bel Air reboot happening, and we are going to talk about the cast. So Variety has says that the dramatic reboot of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air at Peacock has filled out its main cast. The upcoming series known as Bel-Air has added eight actors who will star alongside the previously announced series lead Jabrari Banks as the lead role of Will. The new cast members are on the screen right there. I'm not going to reread everyone's name, but Bel-Air is based on the viral video of the same name by Morgan Cooper, which reimagined the beloved Will Smith-led comedy as a drama series, Peacock gave oh, the show a two-season order back in September 2020, set in modern-day America. Bel Air is described as a serialized one-hour dramatic analog of the sitcom version that wow. leads into the original premise. An hour? journey from the streets of West Philadelphia oh, to the gated mansions of Jesus. Beverly Hills or Bel Air, excuse me. What are things that are going <sighs> to fucking <sighs> fail hard for 2000, Jeff? Peacock well, is Kendo going to right now. This is crazy. This an is hour. fucking crazy. An hour, an who okayed week. this shit? Who okayed this shit? Jordan Not Peele. That's who did God. it. Jordan Peele. <laughs> oh my God. That's a a dramatic. Oh, okay. Wow. This is this is gonna be crazy. This is gonna be fucking crazy. <laughs> I, it, I was, listen, I know we said we missed '80s cinema and TV where there was so much coke going around. They had crazy ideas. This is the opposite of that. What's the opposite of cocaine? Heroin. Cocaine craziness. Um, uh, green tea. Green tea. Green tea. Green tea. Oh my god! You never go full CW. Who who okay this an hour long motherfucker? What are you gonna do for an hour with all these black people? What are you gonna do? <laughs> is the reboot of he's, oh, he's, he's fucking. Oh, I'm from I want, I want that as my ringtone. What are you doing an hour with all these black people? I want this as my ringtone. I want this as my ringtone. That should be a joke that we do on our show. That that's just a great line to use in general. What are we gonna do with all these black people? That's awesome. But <laughs> yeah, that's back to bullshit. Who okayed this shit? Like this is just this is such a bad idea. Not and listen, I'm not even mad about like it being rebooted. That's a whole other conversation. I think I feel like I've turned a leaf in terms of my emotional attachment to shit, just because you know studios gotta learn the hard way. But this is what you do with it. This is what you do with it. An hour long dramatic retelling of one of the greatest shows of all fucking time. The, I, I have never sounds- seen someone want to lose their fucking job as hard as this shit right here. This is it's crazy. A, it's an <laughs> elaborate troll job. It's Look, folks, you can go on the internet and read all kinds of ridiculous shit. Does it mean Peacock should go fund it? No, I don't care. Yeah, How is Jeffrey supposed to work? He's a fucking butler. Are they going to have a... That, that, the original show brings up many questions, but it's a comedy. Now, yeah. Dion... What you said, I disagree with. I am not okay with any kind of touching of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It's one of those shows that is like the Wonder Years. It's culturally significant. It means a lot to, uh, you know, you could say the black community if you have to use that kind of phrase, but it, it's an important show to everyone. Yeah, TV I think... Hide, uh, on I their think, list of the 50th greatest show, the 50 greatest shows of all time, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, or not of all time, of the 90s, Fresh Prince comes in at number five. It was already a groundbreaking show for um, you know, race stuff and all the important stuff that this show's trying to bring to the table. Well, and, and yeah, and that's I, that's spot on. I think the, the the thing that needs to be, you know, said is that 
you're not going to do what the original show didn't already do. So again, and, and just to be clear, I know a lot of people are going to be championing this shit um, because you know there's a lot of things going. And yeah, there's a lot of things going on right now. You know, and there are a lot of things racially going on right now. But this show isn't going to be a part of that. This show, no. I can tell you right now, it's not. This is not going to be the groundbreaking event that you think it's going to be. Because even if the show is fucking good, one is already not going to be better than the original because you just had too much going for you. You had a young Will Smith. You had DJ Jazzy Jeff, who in his own right was fucking hilarious. And obviously you had Uncle Phil, who in, the dude was already an established actor. And the dude just built upon his legacy in the show. And the fact that it was done as a comedy, that's one reason why it stuck so hard is because we can laugh at shit. And then also, boom, here's a serious message. It helps people divulge the, the underlining uh, goal and lesson of the show. When you do this heavy-handed, fucking, serious, hour-long bullshit, it's just too much. And no one's going to sit there for an hour while you're shoving shit into the audience's faces. If it's funny, that's different. It's like, okay, the jokes are going to write are going to be funny. That helps me at least somewhat get through the slog of high emotional episodes. But if it's always supposed to be heavy handed and everybody's fucking crying and you got, you know, chicks with their fucking weave and on boyfriend problems at the same time, you're trying to tell the story of this kid who moved from Philly to Beverly Hills. But also we're going to show the problems that the parents have. But it's just too fucking much. No one's going to watch it. The people who love the original show aren't coming out to watch this fucking drama bullshit. And the people that you see now, the young kids that you want to watch this shit, are going to be into it for a minute and then leave. The Your best case scenario is that it becomes somewhat kind of like the Vampire Diaries, where it becomes a fucking meme. Hmm. That, that's, that's the most you can hope for with this overly emotional bullshit, is that it, get, it gets memed out and just gets held onto because of how bad it is. You're not. I can promise you right now, Peacock doesn't have some award-winning writers who are subtle enough and good enough to write an hour-long fucking emotional shitty show for fucking ten weeks at a time. It's just not going to work, especially if it's not funny. God damn! Like what? Like who okayed this shit? That's that's you know that that's exactly the vibe. Dion, you remember that uh the show that ESPN did, like that football show, like you know back in the early two thousands. There yes. was uh and pretty much it was like a 10 episode like hour long thing and essentially it was every major issue that the NFL ever faced over the last 20 years was an episode. Yep. I have a feeling that's what this is going to be. It's going to be like yeah, every episode touches on something racially charged and sensitive that's happened over like the last 20 years and we have to see it through the eyes of like Jabari Banks, which by the way, I'd like to point out that he looks like he couldn't even kick Will Smith's ass and Will Smith doesn't <laughs> look like he could kick anybody's ass. <laughs> So that's a problem. And why isn't Uncle Phil fat anymore? I don't know. The what about body because, Yeah, because we don't like fat people. That's why. Yeah. And like, who's is Lisa? still going to be a judge? I mean, what's going to be going on here? Because oh god, I don't... don't tell me if I see a fucking thing, an episode. Never mind about him having to prosecute somebody, and then it's about oh the ethicals of this and that. And Uncle Phil throws out a case. Because of some bullshit, like this show is going to ruin the legacy of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You can't yeah. modernize it. <laughs> the only thing you can hope for, the only thing any of us can hope for that loved the Fresh Prince of Bel Air is that people watch this that had no idea because they never watched the original Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Find out there's an original Fresh Prince of Bel Air, goes and watches that, realizes how much better that show is, and stops watching this show. 
Now we can only me, hope. We can only hope for that scenario to happen. Yeah. For them to let me play. read something this I so found online. Yeah. Oh, Look, the original is going to be better every this day is, of the week. This is this is the Tales from the Hood Part Two like moment right now. This is what this Ooh, move. This is what this it really is, is. going to be. It really is. Yeah. 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 Kendo, enjoy that. Yeah, I, I I can I think that that movie gave me some fucking CTE and PTSD. <laughs> it gave you something, man. It gave us every all once something. while. Every once in a while, I, can, I I'm afraid to hang out with my friends because of that movie. <laughs> Are you mad at me? That's what I'm saying. Like the, the 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 best case scenario is this becomes a meme, you know? Because because even now, Tyler Perry is a fucking meme. He's you know, also an amongst... Academy Award winner. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. He didn't win it for a movie, bitch. But you know, the, the like even amongst the black community. Tyler Perry is a fucking meme right now. Yep. So the, like this, this, this heavy-handed leaning into well, we're gonna make it serious and topical. One, it dates the fucking property. One reason why you know the charm of the Fresh Prince. Yeah, they touched on serious stuff, but it was the humor that keeps it so relevant. You know, and it's a young Will Smith before he becomes a fucking superstar. You know, there there are things that keep it relevant and and everyone can relate to. You know, the fucking you know the, the fucking. Lethal Weapon crash and burn because it tried to be topical, you know, and you date what you're doing before it's even finished. Almost killed somebody. Yeah, well, that too. That, that I'm sure that didn't help. But it's just, it's just, it's doing too much. You're you're letting your fucking heart get in front of your brain. You know, you have to make it to where everyone wants to watch it. And like, if, if they said this is going to be another comedy, that's different. You know, it's a little bit different. This cast is looked at a little differently. But if it's fucking a drama, oh my God. Like, bitch, we don't want to see Black Teen Wolf. We don't want to see that shit. No. Nobody <laughs> wants to see it. Barely anybody wants to watch Teen Wolf. I couldn't I, I could imagine Black Teen Wolf. Wolf. Black Teen Wolf would be 80% racial issues and ten and like 20% like I'm turning to a wolf, bitch. Like that's what it Yeah, was. it's like not only am I black, but I'm a wolf. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and now it's gonna be. It's going to be Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and it's going to, like, you know, we're going to have to, they're going to feel obligated to do all this shit, all mm. this topical stuff, and it's like, oh, my God, I want to watch TV to forget about this shit. For, Humor for, me for a second. Okay, yes. so clearly Teen Wolf is based off the Michael J. Fox movie, but Black Teen Wolf is a great title. Name some Michael J. Fox films and make the black version. So, you know, The Secret of My Black Success. What would that be black about for the young? future? Black, black Dog Hollywood? <laughs> oh, I like Black Dog Hollywood. <laughs> that would be good. I'd watch that too. That'd be hilarious. Would you watch Black uh, Spin City? What about Black I absolutely Family Ties? <laughs> black Family for sure. And that could just be <clears throat> Black Family Ties. It's just it's a little it's a little black kid with a one hundred percent completely mixed family. Like his dad is fucking Asian, and the mom is Puerto Rican, and like the fucking aunt is. Is from Korea or something like make go, go balls to the walls like yeah we this this is a hodgepodge family son and you just happen to be the little black kid I think that would be hilarious yeah how about the black American president or I don't know <laughs> black life life with black Mikey now that's so it's the black guy because uh, wasn't Michael J Fox the uh, press secretary and American president uh yeah or he was that in mars attacks i can't remember which one it is that he's you could you could he was the voice of Stuart little and Stuart little you could just make that again except for make him a black mouse instead of a white mouse (laughs) how about they just cgi the fur to be darker and there you go there you go race swap right 
Everyone's like, I damn, Gina Davis. Davis. Well, y'all look good. Kendo, well, the same Kendo, right. Kendo, that question is what keeps Hollywood execs awake at yeah. night. That one right there. <laughs> how, how do we take these animal films and race swap the animals? <laughs> They're all different colors. Hmm. <laughs> That's tricky. <laughs> Ferris Bueller's Black Day Off. <laughs> Get him hanging out with black people in Chicago. Oh there he were goes, a couple black goes, people in that movie. Goes, Dion, he, goes deep, he, he goes deep, yep. deep, deep into Chicago. Deep in Chicago. Yeah, he, he, Ferris Bueller go goes to the South Side all day. He, he go. goes to a White Sox game instead of a Cubs game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't mind. He learns. He, 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 learns he learns. He learns how to shoot gats and roll and roll fatties. Yeah. Oh God. Listen. Sounds if it was a movie, that. that's they would one hundred percent do that too. Because it's like, hey, fellow kid, black people, it'd be some fucking old ass white exec. Yeah, we gotta say fatties because that's that's urban. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's urban. What, I was told by my son because he listens to the rap music that that's what they call them. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Should we have a tribute to Nipsey Hussle in this episode? Oh yes, Gary. We should. Oh my god. Who's this little no. Nasix guy? I hear he's popular. Can we get him? No, for all the wrong reasons, bro. Doesn't he wear dresses or something? No, yeah, he wears see, gold they don't armor. know that. They just see popular black music. That's what they're saying. They're like, isn't he, isn't he the one that wears a dress? No, that's Jaden Smith, bro. <laughs> oh, we could get him. Will Smith is a popular person amongst that community. You do realize Will Smith's going to be on the first, like the first episode of the show, like and then no, nah, man, he's like, oh my god, going to be in. He's got too many. I would like to think that he would. Just like, <laughs> no, I, I have no desire to be a part of this. I have other shit to do. <laughs> what would Black Jaws be about? <laughs> Nobody getting eaten because they wouldn't go in the water. Exactly. Everybody, all the, all the, everybody <laughs> else getting eaten. No, 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 no. There would be a barbecue on the beach. Everybody having a good fucking time, drinking beer, partying. Nobody getting eaten. Yep. It's somebody's uncle being like, don't you go deeper than waist level, goddammit. Get your little black ass back up here. And then there's gonna be there's there's gonna be like the white the the white kids who come in for spring break and they're like, nah, man, we need to go in the water. We have a good time. Okay, you you know, thank thanks for the food, man. It's okay, but I wanna I wanna surf. I wanna I wanna feel the waves and crunch. I wouldn't do that. There's a shark out there. Don't go out there. I wouldn't wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Just it's just an older black dude with a wife beat around and a cigar in his mouth. Don't you take your ass out in that water now? Mm -mm, mm -mm. (laughs) Y'all y'all coming from the Hamptons and shit. Keep your crazy white asses on this beach over here by me. You got to go ahead and get to put the ice in the cooler, bring your shit back over here, and then go ask your mama what she wants to eat. All right, get out of here, Steven. Every 15 day. minutes, get your ass back here. Every time Beyond. there's a shot of the 15 water, minutes. there's like nobody in it. You just see the fucking fin going back and forth because even the shark is bored. Right, and they're like, they're, they're like, they're like, they're like knee deep in it. And they go, oh, hell no. They just get out of the water, end of movie. Like, so the movie- oh, he's over there. I see him. Let's go. Hear me out. The movie starts at a family reunion weekend on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm That's how I'm we start. Yes. Okay. Now, where are we gonna where are we gonna set it? Like Gulf Shore, Alabama, or something? Because I don't think of like Black Jaws taking place up in New England. Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Myrtle, Beach. Yeah. Myrtle Beach. Okay. Yeah. Myrtle Beach. <laughs> yeah, Myrtle Beach. Detroit. Uh, no. Anyway, uh, so we'll do that. <laughs> Myrtle Beach. And there we go. Do you guys want to make Black Jaws happen in 2025? I do. I do. <laughs> and I want. And I know exactly who I want to get to be the lead character. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we can we consult uh, Roger Corman on this shit, please? Can he can he can he produce this shit? He's, you want the he's old a, white guy to produce the Black Jaws movie? Yes, Come I do, on, motherfucker, man. because he's an experience. That's why he's had experience. I know. The thing is, he's just going to shoot down all of our ideas. 
Like, you don't know. No, it's a gun have, for have hire. You seen, have, you seen, no. have you seen his movies, Kendo? Holy shit. Come on. Okay. All right. Come on. Come, come on. Piranaconda. Come on. Okay. But Dion and I Good are both point. in agreement. The main character has to be Jameis Winston. Yes. Has to be. That's fine. In his first production, he's eating crab legs. Yes. <laughs> he, that guy is, he's an NFL player, but he's also the most unintentionally funny fucking person in, in the history of the sport. Just, Watch that's, Jameis Winston that's, interviews. That's fine, but I'm just saying we need we need we need Roger Corbett to help us out with the monster and the weird shit happening in the movie and all the other stuff because he's been doing it for like almost a hundred years now and he he knows his shit. You well, the original all, Jaws, honestly. the original Jaws was named Bruce. Ours will be named Leroy. There we go. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Wait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because he's a great black shark instead of a great white shark. We got to we got to race swap. We oh my god! Oh god! Voice by James Earl Jones. No, no. <laughs> we race swap it and make it a woman. <laughs> think about it. I think it'll work. I think we oh, should scrap everything right now and just go full force into this. We should quit our jobs and we should just get together in like a shitty ass apartment somewhere in Omaha. And just fucking crank out the script to Black Jaws. To Black Jaws. I'm glad that you're excited. Uh, but if uh, certain things pan out the way that we think, your ass is gonna need some health insurance. So you ain't quitting. <laughs> I think I'll be all right. Black Jaws. Black Jaws is gonna make me a shitload of money. So we'll okay, be good. sure. Right. <laughs> oh lord. Now. Are we over Black Jaws? Because I'll never be over Black Jaws. No, I'm not I'm not over, but I'm willing to move on to to talking about funny shit. I am too, uh, folks. I think I'll just make a video on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air start instead of making the the deeper point here. But final message on Black, uh, Fresh Prince is it's a show that already sent a message that was impactful and means a lot to millions of people, no matter what color you are. Go out anywhere in America, play the fucking theme song everybody's going to at least look at you like, what the oh, fuck yeah. are you doing? But of the right age, it doesn't matter what color you are. Everybody knows what happens in West Philadelphia. If you follow it up with Born and Raised, you're part of the fucking crew. And most 90s kids were. We loved that shit. So oh, you're dude, not adding anything new, Peacock. Show. Yeah, I mean, and it's, yeah, because I mean, like, it's it's it, it's it's sad that they're going to, the, to this lengths to make to make the show and try to make it, you know, their own or whatever, because I'm sure it's going to be a Peacock original, kind of. Um but all they're doing is pissing all over the memory of of the, of the of the original show, and hopefully people will be smart enough to find the older show and to latch onto that and see that it's better than this one. Hey, Nick. What's while up? we're on the topic of reboots, uh, one of your favorite things from the past is getting a remake. Flight of the Navigator. Oh, I heard about that. It's going to be a Disney Plus exclusive. Yay! Yes. Oh, oh, and guess and guess who's going to be the director of it? Bryce Dallas Howard. Yep, that's who. Yep. Now, the Hollywood Reporter is claiming that Bryce Dallas Howard is attached to direct and produce a female-led reimagining of the 1980s sci-fi adventure uh, for Walt Disney Studios. In this new iteration, the protagonist will be a female, although it's unclear if the age bracket will change as well. A previous reboot of the film had been reported by Variety back in 2017. Uh, As of 2009, people were hired to work on it. Yeah, the original's great. You don't need to remake it. But Nick, are you happy that you're going to get an all-female uh, reboot? <sighs> yeah, ecstatic. I can hear it in your voice. Yep, make it just take. Don't lie. I, I'm, 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 I'm oozing excitement right now. That's not excitement. 
<laughs> Jonathan oh, Hurst, no, I cannot. I am serious. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, yeah, because like 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 Disney, Disney, Disney are the ones who 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 are like really like pushing for this whole thing. Yeah, we're gonna make this. We're gonna make. We're gonna you know do the nostalgic thing from the nineties, but it's you know we're doing it with with a female lead. It's like that doesn't do anything at all. You're just remaking that movie with brand new fucking graphics and shit, and trying to make it better and you know you know doing the whole flavor of the week thing and it's just it's not gonna work out you know and and they're putting on disney plus i mean nobody's gonna actually buy it on there so what does it matter but guys know. it's flight of the navigator this really great ip that everyone remembers i'd rather watch if, flight of the intruder <laughs> if it was well, that I mean, if, if it was that great they would have made a show out of it but they didn't and they would have done two more parts to it but they didn't so yeah, and I think this is another example of where they're, they're not banking on people remembering it. They're banking on, you know, obviously they're banking on part of the nostalgia, but they're also banking on it having the same like formulaic success that the first one did. Like everyone loved it. This little kid in the spaceship, and you know, and all this other goofy bullshit. They're hoping that you know this generation will have the same reaction to the same thing. Um, oh. <laughs> which again, you know, you know, couple it with nostalgia. They think it's going to be a success, and again, it's just and and again, the issue, you know, obviously, you know, it doesn't have to be said to you guys, but you know, the issue isn't that <laughs> that we don't like that as a woman. It's just that it's the lack of originality that the only thing you're changing is oh, it's a girl now, and it's like, come on, guys, you know, like what the fuck are we doing here? Like, who's getting paid this much money to just go down the list? Okay, what can we reboot? And then just whatever the main character is, go the opposite. Okay, little boy in a spaceship, little girl in a spaceship. Okay, uh, oh, no, that he was black. Keep him black, but make it a woman. Okay, cool, 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 cool. cool. What go about? Oh, they were crippled. Okay, uh, make him Asian. Cool. Okay. Oh God. Uh, oh God. Wow. I just, I just, I just, I just thought of something. My day with the president's daughter is going to be remade. Yep. Yeah. Think about yep. it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. That hurts my heart. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Let's reboot. Uh, I don't know. Barbershop. Would you guys watch a, a reboot of Barbershop where it's in a white neighborhood? It's called Great Clips. <laughs> You're really selling the concept there, buddy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited right now. Where do, where, where do, who do I give my money to? Instead of Ice Cube, we'll have Ice Tea. Oh, wait, that doesn't work. <laughs> uh, he does it does. Not, not, not the way you want it to. Oh, uh, Drunk Banana. Oh, There's a poster for that movie. Now... Speaking of posters, guys, let's take a break for a minute. Uh, you guys want to have some fun? Depends. Well, let's look at some posters from our friend Ninja Lawyer Steve. All right. So uh, we had the word wank, and Ninja Lawyer Steve sent us some awesome posters. Awesome, not Austin. Awesome posters of those wank titles. Would you guys like to go through and check out some of these wank titles? Absolutely. Uh, so we have Wank Conda Forever. <laughs> Two back hands, hands I like. It's a very different movie. <laughs> White men can't wank. That is <laughs> not true. <laughs> Kendo would know. Moving on. Here's Wank Jam. Get ready to jack. <laughs> he used the wrong one. He's ready to jack. That's a way different movie. Yeah. He should have used the new movie poster for that one because yeah, it definitely was a fucking was wank terrible. fest. How about Kendo's favorite, Wanking Hill, starring Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant? <laughs> <laughs> That's another white boy wanking right there, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
How about Highlander 2, The Wanking? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's probably better than the actual Highlander 2. Yeah, that's, also that's not a, hard to do. A very accurate statement. Up next is Kendo's personal favorite, Wank Sport. Yeah. <laughs> One of those arms is always bigger than the other. Yeah. He learned the quagmire. Oh, hey, back. All right, that one would not load. There we go. For God's sakes, get a ha- get a hose. The Wankville Horror. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ryan Rail is going to be in that one too. Just yeah, the remake, bro. In twenty years. Oh, my bad, my bad. Uh, Tarzan the Wank Man. That. <laughs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> Wank Arrow. Okay, so uh, Ninja Lawyer Steve, you don't realize that you just uh, basically referenced an old joke my friend Dan and I have. We used to talk about the movie Bolero all the time, and we've never seen it, but I'm going to send him this now. Up next is Ghosts Can't Wank It. I guess that's a true statement. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm sure they can have, figure out a way. Ah, my personal favorite of German uh, cinema, Wank Lola Wank. I'd watch that. We also have... The wanking of Emily Rose. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Uh, it works. Yeah, there you go. For a minute, I was like, "Sleepaway Wank." That's a good title, but you know, I like unhappy wankers. That's the planet of the wankasaurus. He's got such tiny arms. He's not wanking anything, Jeller Steve. <laughs> That's why he's so angry. Ah, <laughs> uh, the wank house rules. Toby McGuire. Oh my God. And then we have the Wolf of Wank Street. The Wolf of Wank Street. Hmm. Should have been the Wank of Wall Street. <laughs> oh, that's a good one too. That's a good one too. What's the di- What's the difference from the real story? Anyway, the Wanking Man. There we go. Yeah, there you go. And then we have <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Harry and Magnum Wank. There, there you go. go. There you go. <sighs> Invasion of the Body Wankers. Wank's World. You'll laugh. You'll cry. You'll splooge. <laughs> I feel like that's probably actually a Pornhub channel. Uh, Kendo, if you need a secondary or a tertiary career, I think you might have found your calling. Mm. <laughs> and one more. Well, two more. Wankenstein. Yeah. We're almost October, right? Yeah. And we have Venom. Let there be wanking. <laughs> <laughs> What's wanking Gilbert Grape? <laughs> Apparently not himself. I want to know the answer to that one. <laughs> oh, today's Thursday, which means it's a good day to wank hard. Yeah. <laughs> I wank oh on God. your grave? Oh, my God. That, that's you you got to either really love or really hate a motherfucker. Yeah. Hey, that's that's, hey, that's Nick. going over the, the whole pee. What's up, man? Grave. What's up? You know who's not going to wank on your grave? Who? The guy from this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Well, folks, that are listening, it's the Godzilla versus King Kong poster. One will come. Wank versus jerk in theaters 2021. (laughs) That's just so basic and simple, and it works so perfectly. It does. I love it. Ninja Lawyer Steve, thank you very much for all the wank posters. Folks, you know how to contact us. If you'd like to send us some of your uh, word of the day posters, please do. But... While uh, you do that, let's get caught up with some of the other listeners who have been uh, sending in some super chats. And we'll use Scarlett Johansson as a nice... God damn it. You you had me, then you lost me. Oh, I can get you back. Don't worry. I'll play some horses for Dion. (laughs) Channel Dad Brian Lape says, 
Horror Hounds was great. Much beer was consumed, including my own. No chairs were broken, and that's no jive turkey. (laughs) Channel Dad, it was an awesome time. Uh, I don't have anything bad to say about this weekend. It was amazing. 10 out of 10. A lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. Kendo Slice says, fuck cunt, suck my dick, balls, cock, hairy pussy. (laughs) So it's official. You can cuss in super chats. He also sends in a super chat to ask, how big is Batista's dick? Hey, that's the first time I've been able to send that to you without it having to be edited. Yeah. Naked Fame says, I can't talk like Kendo. Fascists. I'm sorry. (laughs) You You need to take it up with Susan. TLJ Screwjob says, no, I am your chesticles. Different Ninja uh, Lurst says, "You look strong. Yeah, you look strong enough to pull the chesticles off a gun dark. <laughs> <laughs> that gives that line of dialogue a whole different meaning in that part of the movie. How firm are they? Yeah. <laughs> well, do, do I have a more important. Get, do gun dars get silicone implants? Oh God! I mean, they can on the right planet. <laughs> I mean, you Here's probably can plan. heal from chest surgery pretty quickly in the Tenga Bacta. That's true. Yeah." I mean, just look at Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. Back and at him in just like a day or so. TLJ Screwjob asks, have you ever danced with chesticles in the pale moonlight? Uh, Maybe. Uh, TLJ Screwjob says, this is like a return of the Jeff story of the week. Hmm. Maybe we should do one of those kendo for fun coming up. Okay. (laughs) Adam Wofford. uh, I like that. We'll read that in a moment. But uh, Adam Wofford will read this one first. He says, and first off, I say thank you. He says, the dark side of chesticles and dead man's chesticles tell no lie. Also, the English language alphabet has 23 letters. Where did you pull the 24th? <laughs> you live and die in Los Angeles. All dogs go to chesticles. Also, number 12 button. Now, before we uh, unpack that, let me press you a number 12 button. Right, where's number 12? I'm going to kick your ass later. So, let's... Yeah, always a good choice. Adam Walford, thank you. Now, let's see. All of these chesticle titles. Where did you put the 24th? You live and die. I, I don't know what that one means about the alphabet has 23 letters. I guess that's a quote, right? From some movie? Maybe, because the alphabet has I don't recognize six it. letters. Well, yeah, that's the I think it's somehow the joke is 23, but I don't know what the context is. How did you feel about the movie, the number 23, Dion? Um, I thought it was stupid as fuck. Most people did. <laughs> <laughs> what was the what was the name of the article of the of, of I mean, what's the name of the uh, the name of the author of that book, uh, Dion? That uh, that that he that he didn't know what it what it meant. Oh shit. Um oh my god, I can't I can't remember. <laughs> The author of the book that he, he was like learning all this stuff from the author was names was uh, Top Secrets. <laughs> nice. And nice. somebody to point it out to him in the middle of the movie, and he's like, "Oh my god, what does it mean?" It's like you're a fucking moron. That's what it means. <laughs> yeah, that's what it means, Jim. God hey, damn it! This is getting serious. Have you seen All Dogs Go to Chesticles, or do you prefer the sequel? Uh. Depends who is it? Is Lisa Ann in the lead of that, or is that? <laughs> no, nah, it's uh, Brianna Beach. I don't know. I can't <laughs> sounds, like some, sounds like some interspecies erotico fucko. Well, Kelly can be a no, dude's no, name too. So no, that's thank right. You. No, thank you. 
Andrew Matthews, thank you very much. Says Jeff, Google Dark Toys one six scale figure cop two DX toys at Wonderland. Thank me later. Okay, hold on. All right, guys, I'm gonna Google this. What'd you say? Reminds me of my goddamn Iron Man. Oh shit! They're making a bootleg Axel Foley. Ooh, Ooh. I'll have to buy this. I will have to buy this. Holy shit. They got a uh, ultimate McCready from the thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with the uh, flamethrower and the and the blood sample. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, I gotta I gotta fucking get it, man. I gotta fucking get it. Yeah, I we can play a game. we're shopping on air again. <laughs> right. We can play we, <laughs> we can play a game. Show, According to Big Bad Toy Store, it comes out in October twenty one. Will you get it in October twenty one? Or will it be like my turtles and time figures that were supposed to be out in May? And uh, they're still on pre-order. Who knows, man? Who knows? Oh, dude, there's a Toonie Terror's Jaws uh, of eating Quint. <laughs> That's I have the Toonie Terror of Beetlejuice. Okay. We should probably <laughs> shop, stop shopping on air. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that uh, caught my attention was this Princess Bride figure of Fessick. I don't think that looks like Andre the Giant. Do you? Uh... Well, it's like Andre the all I'm all I'm seeing all I'm seeing is you in a tunic, man. That's all I'm saying right yeah, now. Yeah, I was gonna say it, that's Andre the Giant if he had an extra chromosome. That's Andre the Giant from Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fat guy named Andy. <laughs> oh shit! Yo, Andy, you pick up my shit for the weekend. I don't even know where this is going. Moving on. I don't either. Yeah. It's, yeah. Now I'm not even going to take time to put an image on screen because I don't give a shit. I just wanted to laugh. So Netflix Shira fans launched petition to cancel newly announced live action series in order to show they care about LGBTQ plus representation. What, what does that even mean? So, so they're petitioning to get the series taken off of Netflix. No. So there is a action. new. There is a live action Shira show that's being developed by Amazon. But it's in the vein of the old show, not the new Cal Art style. And these people are triggered because their version of She-Ra is getting canceled from existence because it fucking sucked. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that happens. <laughs> Wait, what? So they're petitioning to get the Amazon live action one canceled, not the Netflix one. Yeah, here it is. Uh, you want me to pull up the change.org petition? Yes. Sure. Sure. Yeah, let's, let's read this bullshit. Fucking go. All right, guys, let's change the world one signature at a time. All right. Yeah, because that, happens all, really that happens all the time, doesn't it? That happens all the time. All those signatures change lives. Let me tell you. That's what I heard. <laughs> Cancel Amazon's live-action She-Ra and create a She-Ra movie based on the 2018 animation by oh, Beck F. Today, Variety announced Amazon was beginning an upcoming production of She-Ra. This would consist of a live-action cast and stray completely from the original plot of Noelle Stevenson's She-Ra and the Princess of Power. The issue behind the remake is that the LGBTQ community fought for years to be heard and seen in children's animation, only for all the hard work and perseverance conducted by Stevenson and fellow LGBT plus fans of the program to be stripped away by the live action that not only provides no closure to the 2018 story arc, but continues to place the male gaze on heroic women by creating them as objects for male pleasure. This is not okay. Although we are unsure what this live action will entail, 
clearly you didn't jump the gun. It's apparent that DreamWorks does not have the best interest of the 2018 fan base in mind. The hashtag Sheer movie has trended multiple times asking for a continuation. DreamWorks, Mattel, Netflix, and Amazon, if you care about LGBT plus representation, you will cancel this live action film in favor of an animated continuation of Shira and the Princess of Power. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so I could hear I could hear the conviction in your voice though. <laughs> is Shira is Shira supposed to be part of the LBGTQ plus community? Is it I like, don't is know. she gay I in do, the show? I have no idea. I mean in the in the I'm so in the, confused. What do the, they what do they want? I don't I don't I don't well, apparently okay. Apparently the cartoon that came out in 2018 like bent to their will and she is, I think, from, from what's going on. But now Amazon is saying, screw that, we're doing our own from the original stuff where she wasn't, I guess, and then people are getting mad at that. Why wouldn't you I... just do a petition to keep the current one going? Why are you trying to cancel something else? Because that's how they work. Yeah. That's how I it's don't... been done. It, yes, I'm it, with you, Dion. I'm 100 with you. Okay, I'm just not the only one that's confused. No, still. no, 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 no. I'm confused. I get it. I'm with you, but I understand what they're trying to do, and it makes no fucking sense. They should what what they should do is rally behind the original cartoon and have it, you know, bought and uploaded and rented or whatever the fuck off of all their social, all, all the VOD stuff, so that people can actually, so that it makes money and they see it making money, so they can make a third season or whatever the fuck it is. Clearly, that didn't work, and that's why it failed. Because they wanted this thing, they got what they wanted, and they and nobody fucking watched it. Like with everything else that they've that they've tried to bury, like tried to bore themselves into pop culture with, and 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 you know try to force yourself self into because it doesn't fucking work. We've seen it not work, and this is right there is an example of it not working. Because once again, they tried with the cartoon, they got two seasons, nobody watched it, didn't make any money, they didn't get a continuation because once again nobody watched it, nobody got any money, and now they're mad because it didn't it didn't do the thing they wanted. It's like. You got what you wanted, but you. This is the same argument th that that I had with uh, Ash versus Evil Dead for for that TV show. It's like people got what they wanted, but they didn't give it any fucking money. They didn't want to put their time out, their money out, and pay for it. So it died. It died in three. It died in three seasons. It's like if the, you love this thing, put some fucking like buy something from it. Give it some goddamn money so these companies know that you like it, so they know that it's actually making money, so they can continue to make make more of it for you. It's fucking simple. It's not rocket surgery. Goddamn it. <laughs> uh, amen amen i don't have anything else to say i would this, like to like, say one i don't understand the, the does nobody know how to do math anymore like no. money like you no. give this thing money they no. see it makes money therefore they do more of it like how fucking difficult of an equation is that it's the hardest thing oh god I, the I irony know. is we say that and it's, it's the same reason why they keep rebooting all that other shit because they think it's going to make money. But, yeah. but time and time again over the past like <laughs> five or no, six I years know. They, it doesn't work but they keep trying it anyway. Now something that does work is on screen in front of you. Grand Theft Auto 5. I've been playing this game for the better part of a decade. I'm tired of it and I want a new game. But <laughs> There's controversy surrounding Grand Theft Auto, and I, for one, am happy to hear people pissed off. Would you guys like to hear a little bit about this? A little yes, bit sir. about this. Well, there's under, wait, hold on, hold on. There's under representation in this game either. Is that what it is now? Well, they have a black guy, but yeah. apparently Grand Theft Auto V is too violent because of the torture scene. And as somebody what? who played it nearly a decade ago, I enjoyed it. Okay, that no, I didn't. It was just okay. <laughs> it, it's, it's Grand Theft Auto. Are they, are they just new to the party about what this game is about? 
Well, no, 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 no. Or Hold what, on. Or what this, okay, okay, yeah, go on, please. Yeah. You guys are missing this one because it's the most disliked video ever for a different reason. The Grand Theft Auto V trailer for PS5 already counts as one of the most disliked videos on PlayStation's official YouTube channel, closing in on 100,000 downvotes in total. Rockstar Games and Sony unleashed a trailer in question late last week during the PlayStation Showcase, offering viewers a first look at the game's updated graphics and enhanced gameplay. Still apart from the delay of the original November 2021 launch window, much about GTA V's new version remains under wraps. Fans immediately expressed their disappointment in the trailer by flooding the video's various postings with downvotes. Within a few days of release, the trailer, as it appears on PlayStation's YouTube page, had occurred, occurred 15,000 likes and 34,000 dislikes. Rockstar's had 24,000 to 35 down. Meanwhile, Xbox's version of the trailer had only 1,300 upvotes and 2,700 downvotes. Now, a lot of people are saying this is one of the most disliked trailers of all time because the response, the public perception, it says Electronic Arts can detest, attest to as much having earned a Guinness Book of World Records for the most downvoted comment on Reddit. Now, most people are upset because this version of Grand Theft Auto, this big upgrade, looks exactly the same. People have been sold the same game for so long, and Rockstar's greed is showing. So, guys, I don't know if you guys play GTA Online at all, but the way it works... You have you know, the regular game, GTA 5, and then there's GTA Online where you can play with other people and buy these shark cards and get currency and stuff. And they're making so much money that they haven't even bothered to make another Grand Theft Auto game. I'm glad their resources went into Red Dead Redemption 2, and that's a fantastic title. But I'm a Grand Theft Auto guy, and I'm tired of a company literally beating a dead horse. The fucking corpse has rotted, decomposed, and now it's a park. <laughs> re-releasing grand theft auto 5 all you're doing is killing the gaming industry this is just like another reboot it's the same fucking game like my xbox i'm so excited about the playing playing the new xbox most of the games are just old gen upscaled that's where we are as society movies are remakes games are remakes comics are remakes everything's rebooted and people are fucking tired of it yeah, I just I know because that you know before the trailer there was the 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 outcry for yo this better be a trailer for six you mm -hmm. know and obviously it ended up not being that but uh, yeah this is definitely Rockstar not reading the room um, it, it's yeah that's one of those those bits of news where I was like yikes dude yikes it's just I, I it, again it's been over a decade and. You're 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 not coming up with anything new, guys. This is where we're going with this shit, and then you're going to release essentially the same game. That's ballsy. That's that's it's 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 encroaching on EA with Battlefront Two levels of ballsy. <laughs> oh God, I don't don't remind me of that. That was so beautiful on Christmas on Black Friday. Everything out of those game cases was cleaned out except for those games on the, that game on both consoles was still there, fully like fully in there. Oh, it was beautiful. So beautiful. Oh, I'm just glad that people are speaking up about this. You know, Grand Theft Auto, I think you guys got to do a lot better. I'm a huge fan, and I'm not going to just be excited to play the same game. Guys, I got it on every fucking system they launched it for. I feel like an asshole at this point. And you know what? Underneath it all, GTA V isn't that great because the map blows. It's mostly, oh, it's beautiful scenery, but the city's shitty. Like, I live in the real version of this city. They cut out some of the cooler parts. It's like, yeah, the limitations of the system. Well, maybe you just make a new game instead of keep making the same game. Yeah, did, yeah. Have they haven't they been touting like like GTA like USA or GTA like something like that where it's like in the entire country and like get to go up and down and drive and all kinds yeah, of bullshit. That guys. was the rumor for six where it was going to be like essentially like multiple states in the West Coast or some shit. 
uh, or you know, that was the, that was what people were hoping for. I should say that wasn't like the rumor, but yeah, that was they were trying to do some you know multi-state free-range stuff, and I guess we're at the stage A now. Multi-jurisdictional task force on organized crime. Is that what they're doing? <laughs> right. These are their stories. Um, but yeah, they, it just doesn't seem, you know, even rock stars falling victim to not wanting to push the envelope and try something new, you know, because again, let's, you know, they want to bank on what they know was a hit. And, you know, that's just a kind of a depressing thing to see that instead of six, you know, we're getting the same fucking game and it's, it's nuts, man. It's, it's especially from Rockstar. you know, that's what's so depressing about this. You know, it's, you know, if there was one gaming company we thought would want to try and push it, it'd be fucking the company that came out with fucking GTA. But even even they're uh, slaves to wanting to make some bank, I guess. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, because yeah, we, we, we've always been, you know, fans of Rockstar. They've always done a good thing, especially with um, like Red Dead 2 was, you know, fun, really fun game to, to play and very immersive. And then they'd pull this shit. It's like, come on, man. What what happened? What what what's going on? Uh, well, I'm I'm with three ducks in a trench coat. One, that's a great name. Two, Bully. Two, man, give us a sequel to Bully. Yeah. That game was so much fucking fun. I've bought that game on multiple count. I had it on a play on PlayStation Two. I've had the uh, Xbox 360, the scholarship edition, and then I went and fucking bought it again after I lost that copy for the Xbox One. That game is just fun. It's it's one of those great games to pull out every couple of years and play through it again. You're just a yeah, kid. I need a, to play you're, it. you're 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 dude. You're a okay. Let me put it this way: you're a kid in a private school, and you pretty much just go around beating the shit out of bullies and doing classes as a side mission and getting like weapons and aching people. It's essentially all the hijinks you would have loved to have gotten up to when you were in school, but afraid that you were going to get your ass beat at home whenever you got caught doing it. Yeah, Hillary picked it up a couple of years ago and she and she loved it, you know, and it's just it's just depressing, you know, and 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 listen, you know, I I think we most fans understand the why, right? We understand you have a thing that you think is is bank and it's going to make money and you're sticking with what's safe. I understand that. At the same time, you know, and we've said this multiple times on the show, you know, fans aren't stupid. And, you know, they're not going to keep buying the same shit over and over again. You know, and I, and I guess at this point, you know, Rockstar seems to want GTA 5 to be like Madden, which is we'll just keep releasing the same shit. Um, <laughs> it's it's, it's GT, GTA 5 2022. It's just right. Yeah, GTA 5 2022. <laughs> it really is. It's you know? game with an updated roster. Oh, God. Exactly. And it's depressing as hell, man. It's really, really fucking depressing. You know, a lot of people want to play like Madden still this thing. You know, Madden has been dropping in sales. And, you know, was it 20? What, which one was it? 20 or 21, Kendo, that had the lowest ranking on Metacritic ever? Uh, I want to say that was probably 20 because they literally did nothing new to the game from what I read other than they just changed the players around and, you know, updated yep. the rosters. And that was it. There was like yeah. no new game or anything. Yeah, I've never, I've never understood, I've never understood those games like getting them every year because my my brother, and my cousin would like wait in line to get them every year. It's like it's just the same shit every year. Like there's nothing really new about it. No, you're paying more and more for it. Like thing. it doesn't like, mean those, 
Like sports yeah, games, well, you know, the sales appeal is that oh, it's a new year. You get all the the new rosters, the the new logos, and anything anything that's. But they could, but new. but they could just as easily charge charge you like two bucks to do that as a download. Like I don't understand the the reason of like buying a new disc every year. Like to me, that seems like that seems really wasteful. It is, and people do that. That's like when I would buy sports games, I was usually buying like NHL and FIFA, but I would buy a new one like every couple of years. Like, yeah, that's I would get, like, yeah. FIFA right. four, and then I. I didn't buy another one until like seven and then I didn't buy another one until like 10 and you skip a couple of years because one, by the time you play through a whole fucking season anyway, unless you have like absolutely no life and that's all you do, you're only getting through like one season by the time the next one comes out anyway. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I wouldn't say you don't have no life. I mean, I, I can get through multiple seasons of, of man. And I think, you know, between I bought oh seven, oh eight, oh nine, ten. And then I bought the the anniversary. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't buy eleven. I didn't get twelve. Was the uh, Calvin Johnson cover? And then I haven't bought anything since then. So, uh, so, and I, I just say all that to say, like, they're banking on the people that are still doing it. You know, I doubt that there are people that are continuously buying the same shit over and over again. Even for GTA, you know, it, you know, the especially now. They've they've done a lot of damage to it, but uh, you know the other side of that is these franchises bank on esports. So the reason why Madden for sure for sure is still doing that every year bullshit is because they, you can play it during the esports season, you know, and obviously this you know and that helps them compete with uh, the car soccer game and and uh, Street Fighter Five and 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 you know Mortal Kombat and shit. They get them into that. That esports rotation, and you can and you keep putting it out. Like, oh well, that's on esports. I'll I'll buy it too because you know my favorite fucking team plays it, and yep. you know obviously that 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 sales method isn't necessarily panning out for games like Madden because you've got people who will go into the game and can see how you know the environments have the fucking title from the previous season on there. So they did that with 21. Someone went in the game and it still had Madden 20 in the fucking practice field because they just copy and paste. <laughs> so, you know, shit like that That's gets caught. No, hopefully, put into those. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. So hopefully that's not entirely the case with, with Grand Theft Auto. But again, if they're just re-releasing the game, you know, you are dangerously getting in the same goddamn um, space as men and as FIFA, you know, FIFA is starting to take a more, a huger, you know, thrashing online because it's fucking, it's, it's soccer. So it's the biggest sport on the planet and those fans are getting tired of this shit. Yeah. You know, so the, yeah, thing it's, just, it's just a bad, the, the ultimate team. I was going to say the thing that's killed FIFA is that they, they've gone that direction too. They've given you a bare bones fucking game, with just a new paint of code each season, but then everything is all about the online ultimate team, you know, pay extra money for all this shit stuff and play online. And yeah. people like me that played FIFA because I wanted to play soccer simula- simulation on my on my Xbox and enjoy my time. I don't play online. I don't fucking care to play online. Right. So I mean, that's what's like, crazy. Why do I can need to keep online Yeah. Well, we've watched the game industry, the game market change. I mean, think of how different it was, Dion, when we first met. Even though yes. we were going to college with you know, um, high speed internet gaming and all this shit and HD was around. I mean, even back then you still got a more complete experience. I was sitting down playing a game called brutal legend the other day. It was from Tim Schafer 
it's like this Jack Black guitar hero whatever clone. It's fun as shit. Even oh, that's gotten cool. caught up in this shit now. Yeah, like the, they the, don't the newest brutal legend got fucked up. I can't believe are we drinking tonight? We could be Doc Holiday. Um I am. Oh what you having? I have a Dos Equis. Oh. <laughs> um there you go. Uh I actually wanted to read a couple of these super chats because they were topical. Uh London Fog 66 says the Hauser brothers left Rockstar 2. I had read Damn. about that. Damn. Something I do for fun, even though it's not really that fun, is sometimes I'll watch these Grand Theft Auto documentaries while I draw. And I think I've watched the same one like 15 times, but you can tell when a creative voice leaves something because it's just a different flavor. And Grand Theft Auto is just a little different. That funny, juvenile, uh, frat boy humor that we're all laughing at the jokes that we shouldn't laugh at. They're kind of there, but they're not as funny or punchy anymore. We're too reserved. I think Grand Theft Auto has lost its edge. And that's something that happens when you beat that horse too long. You know, you lose the edge, especially and, and when the fucking, you know, the, the OGs of the property walk away and you don't have something to supplement that, you know, you, you end up with what you got now. With, and that's just very fucking depressing to see. Because even like, you know, you brought up Brutal Legend, the one that came out a couple, yeah, two years ago or whatever, you know, they, it, it felt like a fucking mobile game, apparently. You know, it's just, it's just fucking... It's just so depressing to see video games starting to fall into the same shit as Hollywood, you know, where it's, you know, let's just go, let's bank off what's the flavor of the month and what we think is safe. And it's, uh, it's just, it's fucking depressing, man. It, it, it really is depressing all because, you know, Hey, let's, let's get onto the esports market. Let's just come up with something easy and simple that we can just shove out and people will just buy it up. And it's like, yo, fans aren't fucking stupid. No, they're not. Now, I wanted to share this because Anubis asked us. Anubis, thank you very much for your generous super chat. Hello, Jeff. Talking about GTA, if you can mention a GTA medieval kind called Rustler, it'd be very cool. Nice because only one creator was behind this project. Thank you for uh, thank you for promoting his work. Now, I looked into this. Uh, I'm looking I'm at it now, too. That it's, yeah, let's say, Kendo, this seems like you. It's an open-world, top-down action game playing tribute to the good old GTA style and gameplay using a historically inaccurate medieval world. Yeah, so it looks like it's available on PC digital download, PS4, 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X, and Nintendo Switch. Ooh. Oh, shit. It's speaking hey. your language on the Switch. Oh, hell yeah. Let's see. Uh, can get it from Amazon. Let's see how much it runs. Uh, $24.99 on Steam. That's a deal. It's a steal. It's a sale of the fucking century. I'm getting oh. bet on Mortal Kombat games now? God damn. Wait, you That's can bet on Mortal Kombat? Wait, what? That's what WTF viewers saying that you can bet on the outcome of matches now. That's insane. What, dude? You can bet like because you can bet on match. I didn't realize that because I play DraftKings and shit like that, like during the football season and during the hockey season. And one of the football things it said Madden Classic something or another, and I didn't really realize what it was. I thought it was just something stupid that John Madden's fat ass was getting behind. And no, you can fucking go and bet on people playing video games. I'm like, yeah, there's no way to corrupt that. Oh, he's saying he was joking. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Did you guys just see that Grand Theft Horse? Yeah, I just yeah, 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 I saw that. I saw that, dude. I saw that. That that that's I amazing. So fucking totally ordering this game. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna get it on Xbox. 
Oh, holy uh, shit! The knight's, the knight's arm comes off. That's that's <laughs> awesome. That's if, awesome. if it's multiplayer, then I will get it on Xbox as well, so that way we can play. If, it, no, if, if if it is, I'm right there with you, man. I'll 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 play it with you. That that sounds awesome. Yeah, so Ooh. I'm gonna look into this a little bit more because if it's just single player, you can't really connect with anybody. Then I it is single player, sadly, Kenda. Ah, then I'm just gonna get it on the old Switcheroo. Yeah, I think I'm gonna get it on Xbox myself because. I, I like playing on this gaming PC, but I also like sitting down in front of a TV and playing games. But Anubis, you just sold two copies, maybe even four copies of Medieval <laughs> Rustler. Let me just take a picture. Yeah, grassroots selling, baby. That is definitely yeah, yeah. my type of game. You fucking go around fucking slicing people up with swords and stealing their horses and their wenches. Hell yes. <laughs> oh, I now, saw somebody in the chat get excited over Brutal Legends, but I'm down. I'm gonna. I might play this right after the stream tonight. Oh shit! What was I playing earlier this week? Well, damn it, WTF viewer! I I believed it because I know that you can bet on some esports shit. But god damn it, man, you had me. I was about to say now you can bet on Mortal Kombat. God damn, them kids gonna have no college funds. <laughs> Sorry, you can bet on Mortal Kombat. You're gonna have to get scholarships. Jake Paul, <laughs> oh god, don't. Oh jeez. That motherfucker was selling one of those gamma sites to his fan base a couple years ago. Adam Wofford, thank you very much. He says, the rumor is the GTA USA is maybe the next game in the series, but I doubt they'll ever do it. Also, have you guys seen the new God of War Ragnarok trailer? Uh, we have Fat Thor and Race Swap Norse characters. Oh, that's wonderful. Nice. Dion, you're a huge God of War fan. Did you watch the trailer yet? I did not. I got I to gotta actually finish the, the, uh, the recent God of War. I'm about halfway, but yeah, I'll probably check it out and get the next game. I saw uh, a clip with Thor in it, and he's got Mjolnir and shit. So I'm I'm uh, I'm excited for that. Uh, Jeff, the creator of Wrestler, have all the merit because of Zarb. Yeah, Wrestler looks awesome. Yep. Uh, we're gonna play it, and I can't wait to check it out. Anubis, like, seriously, you sold us. Yeah. It, was a, it was a well-made trailer and a great concept. Yep, and if you're somehow in contact with the guy, and that's why you're shilling it. One good job. Two, tell him you sold some copies, and you know all that. <laughs> well, uh, well, well. I mean, you know, you, you whenever you guys are playing, uh, uh, send me some pictures so I can post them, and you know, people can see we're, we're actually playing the game. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking order mine tomorrow yeah. morning because it's payday. <laughs> there you go. Now, guys, we're gonna talk about something interesting. Uh, a few years ago. Martin Scorsese had basically some interesting words about Marvel films. And now... This Marvel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who? Fucking Scorsese starting to piss me off. Well, no. Somebody else is uh, in the news. Denny Villeneuve, or however you pronounce I'm going to call him Frenchie. The dude that's directing the new Dune. Uh, he is in the yeah. news. Have you guys heard about this? No. Yeah. All right, so Dune director Denis Villeneuve has, I'm not pronouncing it right, but he recently post, anyway, posited that Marvel fans and superhero films have turned filmgoers into zombies. Uh, his comments came during an interview to promote the upcoming Dune film with Spanish language website El Mundo. Using Google's machine <laughs> translation from Spanish to English, uh, he was asked, Isn't it contradictory to you that in Dune, it's a blockbuster, the greatest exponent of commercial cinema, and therefore, of the system it criticizes who wants to become the conscious against the drift of capitalism. The director responded with just think of the golden age of Hollywood to have that commercial films can make 
a different artistic proposal and therefore political. I have never felt like a loss or an impediment or have a generous budget to do what I wanted to do upside down. He then questioned, uh, who said that a movie on a budget can't be artistically relevant at the same time? I currently think people like Christopher Nolan or Alfonso Cuaron. In a follow-up interview, uh, he was asked about Martin Scorsese's recent comments about superhero films. And then he further added, um, wait, that was the Scorsese thing. So basically he said, I honestly can't think of them. They're well-made with actors doing the best they can. Oh, that's the Scorsese com comment, excuse me. Anyway, this guy calls them zombies. He says that, uh, crap, this article's crap because it then just jumps to, anyway, he's calling them zombies, lifeless. Do you think that uh, this is accurate? That people still like this stuff, but this isn't really smart calling people zombies. Do you think there's like an internal, this is the question I'm trying to pose, excuse me. You think people that make movies are so fed up with moral shit that they're just trying anything to tear that monolith down or it's just, you know, jealousy? No, 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 no. There's still people trying to copy that that universe thing. I think I, I think I read something else that like, that Mortal Kombat is trying to keep making, like, you know, perpetuate its, its own universe right now too. And it's like, nobody cares. Nobody wants yeah. that. Nobody gives a shit. Your movie you know? sucked. Yeah, it's like yeah, your movie sucked. You, you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it, it didn't work out, and people are still trying to do this whole universe thing even now. And it's like that's not going to work. Even even Dune. I mean, like I'm I'm looking forward to Dune. Dune looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, it looks like it's very different sci-fi than what we're used to, and I'm I'm excited for it. But um, he needs to not shit on other properties and just kind of sell his own movie right now and well, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Should it's just, just be it's happy just that people are going to the movies. Yeah, I guess. Um, it's just interesting because they've they're already working on other Dune shit. So for him to say that, you know, he's he's um, he's letting his uh, bratty bitch mode come out a little bit. That being said, um, to specifically answer your question, Jeff, no, I think this is the the same that we've dealt with as comic book fans since we were fucking kids. You know, th there there's. Th the, the difference now is that we're adults and they're successful. So, but we still have to deal with the subset of film now that still don't like comic book stuff. You know, when we were kids, you know, oh, you know, that's childish and stupid. And, you know, that's kind of lame that you like comic books. But now that they're a multi billion dollar franchise now, and yes, the movies are starting to get a little tedious. Uh, the, the, film snobs and the you know the more old school minded filmmakers are shitting on it you know because oh well it's 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 formulaic and it's the same thing and blah 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 and again i understand what you're trying to say the reason that it's fucking stupid is the people saying it this dude from Dune, they're already in pre-production for part two. I know I saw that shit. And then I know that they're trying to do a fucking TV show. So you can uh, grab your fucking purse and go back to your car, bitch. I don't want to hear about how Marvel is a fucking zombie thing. Martin Scorsese, uh, when's the last time you made a fucking movie that isn't a mafia franchise film that's been successful? Thank you. I don't want to fucking hear your mouth bitching about Marvel shit. If you believe something, you believe it all the time. You guys do the same shit because it works. I'm not going to listen to the dude from Dune bitching about Marvel when the other thing he's known for is Blade Runner, a sequel to fucking Blade Runner. True. You don't get to, now, you don't get a fucking opinion on this. You don't get the other, shit on Marvel. That other article 
I just read was so poorly written that I had to go find another article from IndieWire. You guys ready for some better co- uh, clarification? Because that other one was just dog shit. Yeah, well, that was, yeah, yeah that I, I just I have one question. It's actually for for Dion. What comes out first, a second Dune movie from this guy or Avatar Two? A uh, second Dune movie. <laughs> oh God. Second Man, dude. if you just want to burn $100 on camera, we'll call it an even Listen, set. listen. Damn it. I, I, you know the getting, I am I'm batting 100. I was right about Iron Man dying. I know I'm right about motherfucking Avatar. Keep it coming, son. Keep it coming. Don't There's a reason y'all keep me around, baby. They call me Mystic Mac. I predict these things. Nobody calls you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I called you Mac. <laughs> now, let's... Let's go can to we, IndieWire. Can we call you? Can we, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can, can we call you Mister Cleo? Can we, can we do that? <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. That's his name now. <laughs> he's boom <laughs> club. He's now he's now the one, the only Mister Cleo. You're yes, Libra, you darling. And and if you if you don't get that joke, you're not old enough. <laughs> yeah, he's in <laughs> Jamaica Queens. God damn it, we're getting old. <laughs> yeah, we are. Next week, Dion, you should be Mister Cleo. Deal. <laughs> we'll see if you can keep it up for the whole show. You can predict the future, Mr. Cleo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, folks, come back next week for Mr. Cleo predicts. Now, hold on. Oh, here we on go. Indie Wire. Mascot says Cleon, so he's Mr. Cleon. Oh Mr. my god. <laughs> That's good, 16 bit. That's good. That's really good. Another day, another auteur weighing in on the artistic substance of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Almost in time for the two-year anniversary of when Martin Scorsese compared Marvel movies to theme parks. Dune director Denis Villeneuve has sounded off on what he thinks many of the cut-and-paste Marvel movies dominating movie theaters in recent years. He spoke to El Mundo about the MCU and why big-budget movies are still relevant and why they're coming from master storytellers. Perhaps the problem is that we are in front of too many Marvel movies that are nothing more than a cut-and-paste of others. Perhaps these types of movies have turned us into zombies a bit, but big and expensive movies of great value, there are many today. I don't feel capable of being pessimistic at all. He went on to say, just think of the golden age of Hollywood to see that commercial films can make a difference and artistic proposal and therefore political. I've never felt like a loss or an impediment to have to go to a generous budget to do what I wanted to do. Upside down, who said that a movie on a big budget can't be artistically relevant at the same time? I'm currently thinking of people like Christopher Nolan or Alfonso Cuaron. He also recently told French outlet Premiere, if we think about Marvel, the thing is all these films are made from the same mold. Some filmmakers can add a little color, but they're all cast in the same factory. It doesn't take anything away from these movies, but they are formatted. So we're going to stop there with an actual good quote. I don't necessarily disagree with certain statements he's making about how it does feel like they come from the same factory. But I also, you know, don't agree with him overall. I don't think it's turned us into zombies. I think we're superhero movies on this scale. This is a new thing still. The interconnected, scaled universe that worked for this long. DC tried it. It failed. Universal tried it. It failed. We're at the end of it. But I still think this guy is a little uh, out of touch. Well, I mean, the, the reason they're they're success, successful because they're fantasy movies. They they let you you know be in another world for ninety minutes. That's what it, that's what it is. Like that's that's why they work. And the interconnected interconnected story is really good because you know to keep watching them and keep, keep keeping up, and you're constantly with these characters for you know so many movies. And it's not it's not a bad thing. I mean, it's just different and it, and it worked and it's successful. And now everybody's trying to do it. But I mean, like it's. 
I don't know why they're getting. I don't know why they're getting shit on. It doesn't make sense. I mean, they've made money. Well, again, it's 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 you know he did Blade Runner and it didn't make a billion dollars. That's what that is. Okay. Um, but at the same time, it, it, it's 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 a it's a catch twenty two. I'm I I'm I'm also with you know the 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 set from the same factory, but I think is right. You know, it, it they all feel the same. Um, but from a layman's uh, customer fan point of view, yeah, stupid. They're all fucking Marvel movies. What the fuck? Like, what? Do you, what? What do you expect them to do? Like, do you expect them to have different feels and storylines, and then not all come together when they're from a company that made comic books that all link together? That's not a criticism. That's a fucking observation. So you're observing that it's doing that because it's its own universe. And that somehow turned fans into zombies. I would, I would, I would agree with you if the dark universe worked. I would agree with you if Transformers was still relevant. I would agree with you if the DC movies were super successful, despite what Twitter says about Zack Snyder's bum ass. But the fact that Marvel's doing this successfully means that it's not fucking for everyone to pull off. So while, like I said before, I see what he's saying, you know, I think, again, a huge part of it is it's a comic book movie. People don't like it, and they're just shitting on it because it's super successful. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, I mean, it's a fucking overarching storyline in the theme of the fucking comic books, and it works. I'm sorry that, that did, I'm sorry that it didn't work for you with Blade Runner. I love 2049. I love the first one. And again, you know, I don't think you get a place at the fucking table to make that statement because you got other doom shit coming out. If all that if those two other things are successful, is he going to say the same thing? Probably not. I think his Probably. his opinion's a lot different if Dune makes a billion dollars, they Go ahead and they um, green light part two, whatever the fuck that's going to be. And then the, the TV show, what's it called? Sisterhood. If that's super successful, is he going to say the same thing? I think not. And I'm, but hey, I'm just a motherfucker who buys tickets every now and again. Hmm. So, you know, for, for me, it's the same shit that we heard as kids. You know, oh, it's, you know, they're comic book movies and they're cookie cutter and they're really not all that good, blah, 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 blah. Well, if it, if they're not all that good, everyone would be fucking doing this successfully, and they're not. So you you being Captain Obvious, it's not you dropping a very some awesome opinion on comic book movies. It's you observing something that happens that works, and then trying to retroactively have an opinion on it. And you just sound like to me an asshole. I agree. I think this guy's words are going to come back and be interesting. Because I don't think Dune's going to be the biggest hit in the world. I will watch it on HBO Max. That's how much I'm personally willing to commit. I like genre pictures, but I don't like Dune. And I'm not going to just go to a movie theater to support this one blindly. Because I watched the 1984 flick. I hated it. Dion and I, we turned yeah, that shit off, it's, dude. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's not good. But like, I, I don't know. I've, I've, I've watched the trailer a couple of times. I'm, I'm kind of excited for it. It, look, it does look fun. Um I definitely want to check it out in the theater though, because I think I think it needs it needs that that well, seven. Listen, I, I went and saw Blade Runner twenty four nine in theaters. I was gonna, you know, I'm probably still am gonna see Dune uh, because of the director. Uh, but I ain't gonna lie to you, you know. Again, it's this. 
need to have an opinion on something. Yeah. It just rubs me the wrong fucking way. I was, you know, I didn't, I never read the books. I saw the first one. Jeff and I even, we did it drunk and we couldn't finish it. But I'm going <laughs> to, I was going to go see the new one because, like, hey, I love 2049. I like this Villanueva guy. Or I know I'm saying his name, not Villanueva, but um, uh, the, whatever. You know, because I like, I love 2049. I fucking love that movie. You know, but it's just, I know I got to read the book. I definitely got to read the book, guys. But I just, you know, opening your mouth. You don't have to open your mouth every fucking time. I just, it just bothers me. Oh, it's turning people into zombies. Bitch, if Dune makes a billion dollars, you are not going to stand behind that statement. I can promise you that. When the fucking <laughs> bank starts, the bank rolls start coming in, everybody's opinion changes. So I don't know. I, I think, like I said, just long story short, for me to fucking talk shit to this dude, I probably still am gonna go see Dune. I ain't gonna lie. So Nick, we're gonna talk about something for you. Oh God, Halloween. Uh, are we talking about the holiday, please? I wish it was. We're gonna talk about the new movie for just oh, a God moment. Oh, we're gonna God talk about your new favorite Facebook group. Oh, <laughs> have you guys been seeing what I've been posting in there? Yes, I've yeah. been trying to piggyback off of it. Oh man, I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to piss everybody off in there and just cause chaos, but it doesn't seem to be happening. So they're oh, just well. not that smart. No, apparently not. I keep, I keep, I keep, I keep putting links and instructions on them on, on like, you know, hey man, how about, how about you just buy a Peacock Premium for like a month and only pay like ten bucks and then you know cancel it? So it's cheaper than going to the theater to watching you know the new Halloween Kills movie. Oh god, damn it! Now I just wanted you to hear this, Nick, because I thought it would make you kind of happy. So Halloween Kills, folks, is in the news. It'll be out soon enough. Uh, we're barely past Labor Day, but all die, all eyes are on Halloween already. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is going to reprise her role in Halloween Kills, but uh, critics are already sticking a knife in it. Call it Halloween Overkills, the Hollywood reporter David Rooney wrote, comparing the first film to a latex ghoul mask so stretched and shapeless it no longer fits. Rooney isn't alone. The film sits at Metacritic, 46 out of 100, and 53% posit- on Rotten Tomatoes. Damn. Now the film picks up where the last one left off, and people are saying it's bloody, it's violent, it's over the top. But a lot of people are saying it's a jacked up body count on a bed of fan service. So we're starting to hear a lot of these phrases used in horror that we've been using to describe Star Wars films. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to guess that this is the next Last Jedi. And what I mean by that is Halloween 2018 and The Force Awakens have a million and one things in common. Most importantly, they're very successful. But historically, their next films are not that successful critically and at the box office they take a huge dip so to scale the force awakens goes from two billion dollars and change to 1.3 billion so a big dip this last halloween movie i believe yeah now the new halloween movie i believe is the only film to make over a hundred million dollars at the box office and i'm gonna guess this one isn't gonna flop or anything like that but i think you'll see a decent um a big drop like you did the first one Call it Peacock, call it the Pandemic, call it a bad movie, but horror fans like to steal and like the pirate. And I think, <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, they fucking do. Yeah, they fucking do. 
<laughs> they want they want they want their cake and eat it too all the goddamn time. They want they want the new shit, but they don't want to pay for it. And they wonder why they keep getting like re, like Michael Myers, like where he's like sixty eight years old, still one still wandering around in his fucking jumpsuit. <sighs> it's so it's so infuriating. It's it, it's a dumb shit. I once again like I've grown up a horror fan. I've loved, I've loved horror horror since I was a kid. I always tried to you know give it money, especially independent stuff, and give them money and you know try to support this this stuff. But I don't understand this 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 blatant thing. It's like oh well you know I lo- I, I love this new horror movie. Let me pirate it. It's like don't be a fucking cheapskate. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't serve it doesn't serve it doesn't serve any purpose. It really doesn't. All you're doing is pissing all over the thing you love. It just, that's all it is. And especially now with Halloween Kills, this is the second Halloween. Sorry, this is the third <laughs> Halloween two we have. The second re- time has been rebooted. I don't oh, God, know what yeah. the fuck is going on, and I fucking hate it. Like it's like Blumhouse apparently has bought all these properties, these old old IPs now, and they've become the new Platinum Dunes because they're redoing this shit the same. They're redoing this shit the same way. They're they're, no, I, they're doing yeah. they're doing Scream okay. Four. They're doing Halloween. They've already have they already have in works to work to work with Jordan Peele to do uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. So like this is hap- It's fucking happening again. Oh five through like oh eight is happening all over again. It's just like oh good. Yeah, it yeah, it's it we're we're having the horror remakes all over again. Like it's fucking pissing me off to no end. It really is. Oh. Like it's it's just it's uh, I I don't know what to say anymore. I'm just I'm I'm I'm, be, I'm beyond over this shit. Well, a lot of people are saying about fan service and you know, saying it can be good. The problem with the Halloween version of fan service is that the people making Halloween don't know what makes halloween halloween therefore the fan service isn't even like genuine it's they think fan service is michael myers stabbing a bunch of people but halloween's always been about the suspense not the kills it's always been about that you know the evil of michael myers evil can strike anywhere in a normal anywhere in america this can happen to you type of story they've turned it into this fucking zombie bullshit in the last movie he burned down his thumb got blown off like this dude's he lost his eyeballs in the original Halloween. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. He, he, yeah, he lost, he lost them in part. He lost them in part two. Wait, um, Nick, this is the third. Wait, no, just the second, because they still treat Halloween H two O as a continuation of part two. Never mind. Where do his eyeballs go? How do they come back? <laughs> I don't know. Ask, ask the fucking group of Thorn or whatever the fuck they call themselves. Like, ask those people. <laughs> <laughs> the cult of thorn thank you called yeah that's, that's fucking them maybe maybe they did some like you know voodoo ritual and they regenerated who the fuck knows well uh, the cult of thorn also made michael myers impregnate his niece so that's kind of gross yeah that was yeah that was fun and then like that's that storyline went nowhere just add, add, nothing just nothing just, just you know that was it that's what that, that's what h2o happened and then resurrection by the way i love resurrection because it is so it, it is so campy um, it is an entirely ridiculous movie, and I fucking love it. There, I said it. There you go. You, you yeah. did say it. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm. Yeah, I've I've gone through this like horror IP remake bullshit in 05 Whenever you know, Platinum Dunes got it with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and they were doing a bunch of uh, remakes. And then uh, between like oh, fucking oh eight to maybe twenty twelve, we got a bunch of these really shitty uh teenager movies where like you'd have these teenagers from like they'd they'd pull them out of fucking nowhere uh and do either a ghost movie or a slasher movie and it wouldn't make any fucking sense and they'd kill them off in like the quickest fashion imaginable the story wouldn't make any sense you you didn't have time to to latch onto the characters and know who they are care who they are and before you knew the movie was over 
and these are all movies that are done for like uh, 10 million or under and they were really shitty like really really shitty so like well, they, the, <laughs> i don't know the horror needs look, to improve oh dude i'm with you horror needs to improve I look at the budget for halloween just for context it was a 10 million dollar the original 2018 okay the 2018 halloween film 10 million dollar budget brought in 255 million dollars worldwide Jesus, yeah, one, yeah. Once again, that's Blumhouse because the, their cap is ten million for all their movies. I wonder how Jamie Lee Curtis got paid. Like, you think she got a back end deal? Yeah, yeah, more than likely got a back end deal for back end for toys, comics, whatever the fuck they got. Like, they they gave her more for sure. I was gonna say, and they made and toys and comics. <laughs> do, do, do what, Kendo? I said I, he asked how she got paid. I said I was gonna say in seafood. <laughs> oh man, so. Let's take a moment, get caught up with the audience before we move into our next segment. Because, folks, we got a few more things to talk about tonight. And uh, well, we'll do that in just one moment. Message! 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 <laughs> so, from a friend, where did you, is he your where did you go, sir? Is he, oh, no. He, I mean, yeah, probably. Did you did you, did you you know Marlon Wayans has a stand up right on HBO Max? I did not. Yeah, nope. don't uh, get watch at your own risk. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Adam Wofford says the female indie isn't Kmart. That would be Relic Hunter from the late '90s when Laura Croft is Walmart. The femme indie is Oliver Indie. Yeah. No. Uh, the 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 Phoebe Waller's bitch is uh, she's she's Salvation Army Indiana Jones. Oh God, it's it's it, it it's good. I, what is it? There's gonna be time travel, and he's gonna like fucking pass the torch to her or some shit like that. It's gonna be it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. Ninja Lawyer Steve says, "Jeff, you're a wanker." Wink, wink. Well, Ninja Lawyer Steve, message received. Hope you enjoyed uh, reading your posters online. We had a good time. Uh, and folks, <laughs> be like Ninja Lawyer Steve. Send us stuff. Send us in stuff to read on air. By the way, uh, by the way, with everybody watching, would you like us to do a drunk watch party for when uh, Halloween kills uh, drops, so you can see how drunk I get and keep keep making yes. me buy, keep keep offering me drinks? Yes. Does everybody want that? Put a one in the chat yes. if you want that to happen. Put a one in the chat for yeah, that. We want that to happen, and the and the drinking rules only apply to you. <laughs> so you guys get to casually drink while I get really fucked up, like um, you immediately. You're going yes. to anyway. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't really going. Okay, fine. Did you ask nicely? Fucking liars. <laughs> okay, so when does that film come wow, out? Wow, that's October? yeah. Just a, just a, just a tank trip. October fifteenth. Okay, the fifteenth of October is what a th- Friday. Friday. You guys want to just do it then? Yeah. Mm. I dig it. It's just two hours. We can make it happen. Yeah. And we can listen to Nick get belligerently drunk. Yeah, I, hey, I don't mind. I don't mind. My my, my, my liver's there for a reason, all right? It needs it needs to be exercised every now and again. <laughs> Double O Cle- Seven Cloud says, "What are you gonna do for an hour with all these black people, Dion?" <laughs> Darian two one seven, thank you very much, Jeff. On that note, are you covering the race swap, the Wonder Years redo that is coming out soon? It's one of the more this is this one more case of here's a hand me down so they can pat themselves on the back. Excellent question. Let's talk about that. So, Dion, have you heard about the Wonder Years reboot? I did. I did. 
Have you guys also, Kendo and Nick, have you also heard about the Wonder Years reboot? I have. Yeah, I heard about it. I just, once again, just didn't care for it. <laughs> I don't understand the purpose. <laughs> I mean, there is no purpose for it. It's for a particular reason, but, you know. You could essentially say that about all these reboots that they do this stuff to. You don't understand the purpose. There is no purpose to it other than being able to put something out there to glad hand each other, pat each other on the back, talk about how fucking progressive and cool they are and then turn around and piss and moan at us when we don't watch it yeah basically yeah i'm not watching this show on principle because it's a remake uh the wonder years is set in the late 60s and we'll take a nostalgic look at the williams family black middle class residents in montgomery alabama <laughs> yeah that won't be heavy-handed wait all. wait hold on alabama in the 60s oh this is gonna be fun this is gonna be a lot of fun yeah, yeah. i wonder what they're gonna touch on yeah, <laughs> I, I, I wonder what the purpose of this show is going to be. Are, are, are there, are there going to be pools involved? Hmm. Well, Don Cheadle's involved, so you know it's going to be quality. Oh, God damn it. Oh, yeah, God there'll, be some, it. there'll be some pools, some buses, other bad things. Yeah, I mean. Water fountains, you know, things like that. Yeah. I don't. Are there, they're better. Never mind. I'm not going to go that far. That'd be well. Anyway, uh, I'm going to embarrass myself. So I don't plan on watching this, uh, probably because Darian 217, I wasn't a Wonder Years fan, but I do find it odd that you, you want to just tell this story. Why couldn't you make literally any other show about uh, a black family living in Montgomery, Alabama in the 60s? I thought all the black voice shows on Hulu and Netflix and Amazon were so popular on their own that I didn't need to use a, a white people show in quotations to tell a black story. That's just, all this is, is like basically making yourself lesser because back in the day, prime example, the Wayans brothers, you know what? There was the movie scream. What did they do? They made scary movie, a fucking parody. That's better than the movie scream. In my opinion, it's an awesome film. Nowadays, creators, they don't take anything and lampoon it or parody it or take it to the next level or make it their own. They literally take something else and then they get the fucking press to kiss their ass, come up with some spin. And then when fans go, this is stupid and pointless, well, you're a racist. Well, guess what? I'm black. Dion's black. I don't fucking care about the Wonder Years. This is a stupid, pointless thing. It's it's not as offensive as the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but it's just as pointless. Yeah, I, I also kind of think that the, the the premise of the show and then calling it the Wonder Years is a bit of an oxymoron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Because you know, I went live back then. I can't claim to know that experience, but I have read a lot of history, and I can't think that anything called wonderful or wondrous or anything like that happened in that time and place. I mean, there was probably some, there was some positives, but I also think there was probably a lot more negative. <laughs> Doc oh. Holliday, thank you very much. He says, Jeff's my Huckleberry. <laughs> I need to watch that movie still. It is. What? You've never seen Tombstone? You haven't seen Tombstone? No, I still want to watch it, dude. I'm just late to the party. I'm well aware. Oh, what the fuck, man? That is one of the greatest. We're in our thirties, and you haven't watched Tombstone. Yeah. We're in our thirties. You haven't watched. Tombstone. <laughs> that's, that's crazy to me. It's a, it's a fair assessment to make that movie. That movie's like twenty-seven years old. Well, it's it's no longer. What are we going to do with all these black people? It's you're in your thirties. You <laughs> yeah, For an I mean, hour. Yeah, I've been busy watching Glitter, bro. Very, 
a very sound vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jeff, Jeff really, Jeff really loves him some glitter and some Mariah Carey. Okay, let, yeah. let him be. Let him be. Yeah, well, maybe you should it's pause that shit for a couple hours and go watch a good movie. Like, <laughs> sure. Reverse Jeff. Thank you very much. He says, it was me, Dion. I forced the peacock at super speed to make this blackface version of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air to distract you as I smite Hillary. Okay. Seems excessive. You're going to need a bigger boat, player. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know why you'd have to go after Hillary. Yeah, that's a little odd. directly. You ain't got the juice, son. That's yeah. listen. This is this is King Kong on Empire State with his white lady. <laughs> She's yeah. mine, son. Yeah, yeah but King Kong dies, bro. Say what? King Kong dies. That's true. Right, but this motherfucker ain't got no plans to take me down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's 2021. I don't think you need an airplane to take you down. Hey, you, you got to have some serious juice. You trying to take my white woman? <laughs> yeah. Not today. You just make a phone call. Oh, jeez. Oh, 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 yeah. I'm not impressed, son. Yeah. All right, I mean, Stone if, if you're wanting to smite Dion and get back at him, just take the direct approach like we do. Don't even bother going with the peripherals. Just make fun of him directly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's kind of how we do it with each other. I don't. I don't know if that's because you you make fun, but I'm still here. He's he, he's trying to steal my woman. He he needs me out of the way. You know, distract me. You know, I'm not distracted. I might be emotionally upset with you guys, you know, possibly for, for infringing on my name and my likeness, but I'm still here. You know, you trying to take my girl? No, you trying to take my girl? Trying to take my girl? Shit. Uh, Naked Fame, yes, I've seen the Dollars Trilogy, all of them. Thank you. Yeah, those are great movies. I like Westerns. I just haven't seen Tombstone yet. That's all. It's on my list. You're in your blue. Dion, I'm in my 30s. I'll watch two. I'll watch it in my 30s, I promise. We watch the movies you like. You should watch the movies we like. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good when point. do you want to do you want to watch Tombstone for the channel? I just need to see the movie first. <laughs> we don't oh, don't don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah, I, say when. Say when. You don't even have to say that. You can just left it at do you want to watch Tombstone? Because that answer is always yes. Let's just wait for it and do it in person. All right. Okay. 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 TLJ Screwjob says when (laughs) TLJ Screwjob says it's your kids, Marty. Something, something BBC has got to be done about your kids. Your daughter marries a black man. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. Do you remember that episode of family guy that makes that joke? And Marty goes, doc, I don't have a problem with my daughter marrying a black guy. Maybe you should take me back. I don't think we can be friends anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I remember that, that, that bit was actually kind of fun. That's okay, Doc. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Maybe we should stop hanging Naked, out. Naked Fame, uh, thank you. He says, I have an idea for the woke. Let's make Axel Foley a Hispanic lesbian. Let's see how their perspective holds up to that nonsense. I mean... <laughs> Naked Fame also says, girl will teach the ship about her period. Girl power! Mm. <laughs> TLJ Screwjob, thank period. you. Just, just like, like that movie 43. It, it, it just like leaks fluid for five days out of like one of like, you know, its compartments. <laughs> it's got to replace the hose. <laughs> TLJ Screwjob also has a wonderful recommendation. Just send in Leroy Brown to fight Godzilla. He's better than old King Kong. That's right. That's what Jim Croce told me. Jim Croce told me a lot. shoe, goddammit. That's right. Oh my god. 
Adam Walford, this is the message that made me laugh earlier. Reboot Barbershop and set it in Mayberry. <laughs> <laughs> so who do we get to play Floyd the Barber? Ice Cube. Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Ice Cube. Oh, God. Floyd Mayweather would be perfect. The problem is he'd, ha- he'd have to ad-lib all of, his, all of his dialogue because he sure as hell can't read that script. There you go. There you go. <laughs> He'll just punch his way through the words. Like Rocky. Dixon Sider says, I can't believe Dion didn't make it to Horror Hound for his gift. I had to blow a ton of dudes in an alley just to afford it. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! I'll make it up, I swear! Oh, You're really going to have to make it up if that's what he went through. <laughs> Whoa, Dion! What the fuck was that? Fabric. Jesus. God. <laughs> What was that? That was that was his mic, but I I don't know what happened, man. That was, that was crazy. Oh shit! I enjoyed. I had to review. Oh shit! That was him. I thought that was me. Yeah. No, that was Dion. Dion, we had to. You, if you can hear if you can hear us. We had to mute you because he sounded like you were ripping fabric into your microphone. All right, let's try I don't it know now. What you were talking about? Is it still working? Nope. <laughs> yeah, dude, I thought that was like a headset because like my headphones were like kind of broken and only one of the ear holes worked. So I thought I, you know, bumped the thing and that's what I was happening. I was like, fuck. No. Yeah, it's not like you're farting into your mic. Okay. Let's try now. How's the guy you're It sounds like whenever you'd put like a baseball card in your fucking mic. Oh God! It's, it's... <laughs> it sounds like a really shitty scooter. <laughs> it's, it's like All right, he's he's, he's, not... he's gonna fix his stuff and come back. Then that's fine. That's oh, okay. Fine. <clears throat> I'm sorry to all of our deaf listeners right there, <laughs> and the ones that we made deaf. Yes, uh, you can blame YouTube. Now, Billy Duncan, thank you very much, says ball bag here in Scotland means idiot. Try it out. Now, Kendo, you have spent some extensive time in Europe. Have you ever used the phrase ball bag to describe an idiot? Uh, no, I've used a lot of other words, but calling somebody a ball bag was never one of them. <laughs> I think Dion's microphone is a ball bag. <laughs> <laughs> Pick and save with the win. Dion pitching a ripping friends reboot. Oh god. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, Stephen Kraft, we will read your message. Uh, actually, right now because Dion doesn't need to respond to it. He says, "You guys blew it by one. No Dion at the Horrorhound live stream, and two, not running it like a Twitch stream. I would have paid real money to see Dion wearing that unicorn helmet mask that sat behind Jeff during the stream." <laughs> If you want to see Dion wearing that, I mean, there is a picture that we have from the episode 200. Dion, are you back? Yeah, I don't know what that was about. <laughs> uh, people say you identify as an A-10 Thunderbolt plane. That's Drunk Banana. <laughs> hey, listen, you know, big, sexy, and a plane-like guy is oh, what I've always been called back in the day. Hmm. <laughs> uh Sorry about that, folks. But Stephen Kraft, actually, I like that idea. We'll do that kind of stuff at our next convention. We'll uh, we'll run it like a Twitch stream and pe- stream, and people can send us uh, 
stuff to get Dion to wear shit. How's that sound, yeah. Dion? I mean, sure. Hey, the last time you had to wear something, it worked out really well for you. That's true, it did. It did. I, I wouldn't say really well, but yeah, no, it was it was a positive experience. You got to hug and communicate with Billy Zane. How yeah, is that very not true. A positive experience. But I was also wearing a gigantic turkey suit, which everybody loved. <laughs> also, That's great. also, also, Lance Hendrickson. Yeah, yes. And you had that, and you had that stare down with the dude dressed like uh, Michael Myers. Yeah. This is also true. This yeah. is also true. Everyone, everyone thought it was funny. They liked it. No one was saying, "What the hell's wrong with that guy?" I think it all worked out. I think it went well. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, well enough, <laughs> right? TLJ Screwjob says, "I was, uh, I was new to GTA, watching Let's Plays of GTA Five, despite knowing that you play as a gangster and stuff. Are there scenes like torture ones in the other GTAs?" Well, uh, TLJ Screwjob, there's no torture per se. Each game has violence and gore. I don't think you can. Tr- if there, if there's torture in another GTA, it's definitely not something you're making. Your characters do. I've played them all. I just don't remember a uh, torture scene. Do you guys remember any other torture scenes in GTA? No. Uh, not specific. Uh, no, there. No, that wasn't in. But yeah, I can't remember of any, uh, any of that shit. Well, uh, TLJ Screwjob, if you plan on playing other GTAs, um, San Andreas is the best one, in my opinion. It was fantastic. It had a great story. The controls are awesome. I know a lot of people love to scream about Vice City. I played it when it was new, but the controls are so fucking bad. It's hard to play Vice City in modern day. So if they remake it, I'm not going to... I, I want I want to buy it, but I also don't want to pay the company who just keeps milking GTA 5. I'll figure it out. Up next, the stunning and brave Paisley Hidalgo. Thank you very much for your generous super chat. Did you hear that the Parent Television Council and Media Council, PTC, is demanding that Netflix needs to be investigated for CP because of their show Big Mouth, according to the Daily Wire? No. <laughs> so, I mean, so it coming from the Daily Wire tells you all you need to know, but it's yeah, the Daily Wire. Uh, yeah, it's the Daily Wire. It's true. Um, I mean, it is, it, 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 is, it is a cartoon in the end, so I don't know. It's weird. I've never watched it. I don't like what's his face. Nick Kroll is the voice. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He, he he does like four or five voices in that in that show, and it gets really annoying. I'm not, I'm trusting. I'm not a Nick Kroll fan either. I think he's fucking annoying. I don't know. I don't know how he got his own show on, on Comedy Central. I don't, I don't think it's still on there though. But he had it for for a minute because he was actually pretty good in the league. And uh, he in the league, he just played a uh, smug, arrogant asshole, and it worked well. And then everyone's like, "Oh my god, this guy's funny," and he's not. Nope. Now, guys, I'm going to put something up on screen for a minute while we uh, read a couple more of these. Let's just make fun of how stupid uh, celebrities look this weekend. Uh, Oh, this lady wore a horse dress, Dion. Here you go. Oh, God. What? Yeah, you know, the Met Gala, all these jerk-off people dress up and spend tons of money to tell you how poor you are. Uh, This lady had a horse dress. And this... This person who dressed up as vacant from the WWE, that's Kim Kardashian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can still see her. Greatest right champion in WWE history. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say, vacant yeah. is a very prolific champion. Yeah, I mean, I, I no. can still see her ass. I know who it is. So, Well, the hips don't lie. Now, it's back to the <laughs> stunning and brave Paisley Hidalgo. 
Uh, last year, there was a lot of talk uh, against Netflix for their movie that came out, the French one, and now this. Uh, people are paying attention. I don't know what's going to come of it, but I don't know. I'll, all I'll say about the show is I don't like Nick Kroll, so I ain't going to fucking watch it. Um, it doesn't look like it's for me anyway, so sorry. I'm not going to turn this into an anti-Nick Kroll podcast, but I am. Darian217 says, Kroll I feel like one of our biggest listeners. <laughs> Dude, it turns out that actually Miss Ninja Julian is secretly Nick Kroll. That's who it is. He's here all the time. <laughs> He's our mod. We just fucked Man. ourselves. It's like, look, Miss Ninja Julian, if you're Nick Kroll, I'm sorry. That'd be funny. That'd be funny. Uh, I love our audience. Uh, Darian217 says, I joked with my brother that we would get a GTA 5 10th anniversary edition before GTA 6. Well, Darian217. Oh. <laughs> You, you well have what that. we like to call you have what we like to call jinx powers you should stop <laughs> yeah just uh, just right now uh jada baka says or jada becca says don't forget to hit the like button y'all yes folks please hit that thumbs up button we have more likes than we do viewers but that's awesome so thank you london fog 66 the hauser brothers left rockstar too we did read that one earlier but thank you the Stunning and Brave Paisley Hidalgo also says, there's also an upcoming Colin Kaepernick miniseries called Colin in Black and White. Also, please look up this article. An Alabama man thought he'd been shot by an intruder. I did look that up. We'll talk about that in just a moment. Have you guys heard anything about the Colin Kaepernick Black and White documentary? No. no. I heard that he was getting the documentary. I didn't know that it was going to be all in Black and White. Uh, I am not a fan of his football. I don't follow his political shit, so I don't know, and I'm not going to watch the documentary, but I did what you requested, uh, stunning and brave Paisley Hidalgo. Would you guys like to hear the end of the article that the stunning and brave Paisley Hidalgo asked us to look up? Sure. Sure. An Alabama man thought he'd been shot by an intruder. It turns out it was his wife's boyfriend secretly living in their house. Oh, oh holy shit. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Now, the irony uh, is they're all related. <laughs> Still waters Roll tad. <laughs> Alabama power. Oh, as a Mississippi power. Sorry, Mississippi, Mississippi power. power. It's very <laughs> similar to Alabama power. Yeah, yeah. Th this is serendipitous, Kendo. Next week, I need a Jeff story of the week, please. You got it. Now, an Alabama man was shot by his wife's boyfriend, who was secretly living in the couple's home. Officials said the mobile the Mobile Alabama County Sheriff's Office said that the wife told her husband <laughs> that an intruder was in their Creola home Sunday night, and then he armed himself with a gun. WPMI reported. The men shot each other and both went to the hospital, the news outlet reports. The sheriff's office said Michael Amacker, the wife's boyfriend, for over a year, had been living at the house shortly before the shooting. She had been allowing him to stay within the home for a couple of days. Uh, they uncovered a motive for the wife telling her husband that Amacker was an intruder. WKRD reports the investigator said she was too in intoxicated to be interviewed after the shooting. Uh, Amacker was in jail on charges of attempted murder, possession of a firearm, blah, blah, blah. Say what, Kendo? So we're starting to get a few more uh, pieces of the puzzle here to see how. Yeah, this we happened. are. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad that she had how planned to get her husband somebody living in your house. Well, he probably is away for work. I'm guessing so oil worker or some shit like that. But yeah, hey, that would make more roll sense. tad. Yeah, <laughs> it's a shame he had to shoot his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Now, Anubis T800 
Uh, thank you very much. We did read your super chat and we did check out Rustler and I think we're going to all get it. Uh, Doc Holiday, thank you for your super generous super chat. Are we drinking tonight? As I said earlier, or as Kendo said earlier, he's drinking, correct? That would be correct, Jeff. Um, what are you drinking again, sir? I have some Dos Equis left over from the weekend. An excellent beer choice. Mm-hmm. I just got another notification about that Axel Foley doll. Okay, I'm going to buy it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we've got a lot of tweets and messages about it, too. So. Yeah, you're going to have to at this point. I will. The audience has told me to. Okay, so uh, Basara549, thank you very much. I don't know if we've seen your name around here, but welcome. If not, uh, welcome back. Uh, the redone games that are the old ones passed off as new reminds me of the boardroom scene in Tron Legacy, where the new OS changes was the version number plus one. I had to think yeah. back to Tron Legacy for a moment. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. It's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, we, oh yeah. What's the difference with this, this new version? We put an eleven on it. I remember that. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that that, that was. A, that's a very telling, uh, very telling scene. And God, I miss that. God, that's such a good movie. And I, I think, uh, I, I wish I would have made a part three sooner. So, I think wasn't it John Carter of Mars is what killed Tron's sequel? Like, wasn't there an article that came out a couple of years ago? I think so. Um, yeah, because they they they, lo they lost a lot of money on that, and uh, the the thing they were going to make a Tron three, and then like they just didn't have the money for it. So, because yeah, John Carter was the biggest box office loss for a while. Yeah, because it lost like one hundred fifty million or some crazy shit like that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a lot. They they, they banked a lot on onto it. It was just it was ridiculous because like it's, it's something that nobody's ever heard of, and I don't know. It just nobody really went to go watch it. Yeah, well, well it goes to show you the books were dead. Yeah, yeah I was about to say, just because it's based on a book doesn't mean people are still, you know, those books are as popular. It also it, it looked nice, but Taylor Kitsch is just like a nobody actor. I don't think he can carry any kind of franchise. Well, I mean, well, he was he was, yeah, he he was the lead in um, Battleship as well, so that tells you something. Hey, he that was the same year too, wasn't it? Was it? Was it the same year? No, was the same year, wasn't it? Oh my god, I gotta look that up. <laughs> he did okay in that David Koresh role. He had that t that Waco TV show they did. I thought he was all right. Oh, I forgot he was in that. Yeah, he was actually pretty decent. Hmm. So up next, we have TLJ Screwjob, who says, "Trick or treat, motherfucker." <laughs> you know what's up. You know what's up. Oh God, right. it is the same year. Holy shit! Twenty twelve. Yeah, oh wow. Yeah, the, the, the minds predicted it. Who, who knew? Jeff Hicks disembodied chart fell sends in a message. I wish Dion would tickle me again, like old times. <laughs> <clears throat> this is a very spicy night for sure. Things are. Oh yeah. Things are things are getting 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 weird. The stunning and brave Paisley Hidalgo. Dion's mic sounded like an A10 warthog while it's in battle. That's right. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of people know what an A10 warthog sounds like. You never have to get ready. TLJ Screwjob. Screwjob. Thank you for your generous super chats. WCBS one thirty three, July twenty sixth to two thousand eighteen. The turkey suit was bought. Mister Ed and Nick's sex line call. The <laughs> I forgot about that. I, I forgot, about, forgot that. about that too. That was fun, man. That was fun. Yeah, I, I did it on air, and it was. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of our highlights. Uh, Would you care to remind the audience what it is, or what it was? Excuse me. 
Um, I think you guys dared me to call a sex line, and I was just like, screw it. Well, and I just I started dialing it, and I had no speakerphone next to the mic, and we just kept you know going through the the, the things. It was getting to a point where like, um, I was get I was getting to an actual talking to an actual person, and then you're like, oh, let's just cut it off. Let's cut it off. Yeah, because we didn't want you to either one spend the money you know on the line, and two, who knows what they were gonna say, and then you two would come swinging in Leroy Jenkins style, and we'd be out yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Oh. TLJ Scrooge also says, also, if we know Dion wore the turkey suit, but did he ever watch the Mr. Ed collection? That's a good question. Because <laughs> we don't know. I don't think he did because he never talked about it. So I, I yeah, can't say, can't say I did, boys. There, there we go. There we go. Of course, of course. Jillian N., thank you very much. Contributing to the Getting Dion to Wear Shit Fund, as long as Buffalo Jeff says, mm, puts this shit on the skin. Sorry, Dion. <laughs> oh man, if we if we ever if we ever spend spend you know <laughs> a weekend at Buffalo Buffalo Bill's house, it's going to be really interesting. Huh. Oh, we will. I'll be I, home. I I fear for Dion's life is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Somebody has to. Yeah, I'm going to rent a horse when we go stay at that house. <laughs> Damn it. Do we need to do we need to bring our 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 plethora of mannequins in there too just to fuck with them? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dion, we're all gonna get there Thursday. Dion's gonna leave Friday night. He's like, fuck it, I'm 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 out. I'm sorry, I gotta yeah, go do something. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go to an undisclosed location, Airbnb somewhere. <laughs> Don't come looking for me. <laughs> oh man. We weren't gonna. Uh, but thank you, Jillian N. And then the stunning and brave Paisley Hidalgo says, AOC looked like a bucket of KFC at the gala 2021. Yeah, speaking of horses. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think I think somebody even did a breakdown of what she was wearing, and I was just like, that's a lot of money spent on a fucking gala. So, <sighs> yeah. I, the class war in this country is no joke. Like, it's just interesting how Hollywood just went, and everybody really just keeps shitting on people. Well, they're the special people, Jeff. They're better than us. They're smarter. They know more. You know, they've got more money. We're just the peasants. Yes, they're all they're all much better. Now, I just I I keep seeing this stuff, and it's like we live in the fucking. I guess the Hunger Games is accurate. I saw that movie once, but like the rich people dress up like idiots. People fight to the death, and everyone watches on TV. It's pretty much what we're living right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's there. that's yeah, that's that's kind of accurate. Well, well. Now, guys, let's uh, move into our wrestling segment for tonight. Oh God! So here we go. First off, Kendo, what are your thoughts on Al Snow? What does everybody want? Head. What head. does everybody need? Head. Al, head. Snow was inter- Al Snow was entertaining as fuck back in those days. Have you heard about him recently? I have not. Wrestling superstar rescues child from powerful rip current. A former wrestler, Al Snow, was on vacation and the weather was beautiful, he said. But then he saw this happening near him. A warm water. Sorry, in the warm water. A boy was drowning right in front of him and he sprang into action. Oh, shit. That was Al Snow that did that? Because I heard somebody talking about it on one of the podcasts, but I did not hear the Al Snow part. Yeah, it was Al Snow, uh, Mm. which is awesome because it's al snow uh, if you don't know who he is guys I'm just put a picture of him on screen 
he carried a mannequin head around and now sure he did. rescues children. So more power to Al. He's pretty buff these days. That's good. Now, yeah. Oh, dude. It's kind of scary how he looks. Now, Dion, what do you think of Big E as a wrestler? I think he's really, really good. Uh, he was kind of in the shadow there for a minute. Um, and the dude has the look, and he can go. And uh, I think he's he's got a lot of potential and, and fantastic. Potential? Bro, he's the WWE champion. Yes, I know. He cashed in for his little triple threat there. What do you think? I'm jacked as hell. I'm super, super excited to see what he's going to do. I think it's over overdue um you know i he's been my pick in the royal rumble for the last two three years but uh i was super pumped when he won the money in the bank and yeah i am incredibly happy that he's a ww champion now kendo i think that yeah he definitely deserves it he's a good wrestler i enjoy him i think he gets a little too goofy with a lot of the uh the new day stuff i think they were running their course there for a while and it's going to be a shame to see him jobbing to Goldberg at Sweet Saudi Money Mania. Ooh, very realistic look at it, though. Nick, do you have anything you'd like to add about Big E as the WWE champion? Um, He looks kind of fit. Okay. Mm. Yeah. There he is. All right. I've liked Big E for a while. I just don't care enough about WWE right now. I just caught, I just went to an NXT, not NXT, excuse me. Hell no. Just went to an AEW show last week. Uh, we were riding the high of All Out. I watched pro wrestling and enjoyed it. I love Big E, respect him. We'll watch the next pay per view to see him defend the belt. Well, wait, the next one's Sweet Saudi Money, right, Kendo? Uh, Extreme Rules. Rumor. Oh, Extreme, Extreme Rules is next. Okay. Extreme Rules is next because they switched that one from earlier in the year and moved it to later in the year. But there is a sweet Saudi money mania coming up. Shit, September 26th. So 10 days from now is Extreme Rules. Man, I'm so excited. Let's see. We got Becky Lynch on the poster. All right. So Extreme Rules has Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair, Damian Priest versus Sheamus, Charlotte Flair versus Alexa Bliss, Roman Reigns versus Finn Balor for the WWE Championship, and the Usos versus the Street Profits. Yeah, so every they, match so far on the card is a title match. Championship yeah, match. They, uh, they, uh, they brought back Finn Balor and the Demon gimmick to have him lose to Roman Reigns. I... I'm looking at this card. I'm not that excited, but I hope Finn Balor could get a decent performance out of Roman Reigns because we know Roman's holding that belt to the rock and it's getting kind of tired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the heel champ. I'm, 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 uh, I'm definitely higher on Roman Reigns than I was since 2015. Um, listen, I, I, I enjoy the whole tribal chief thing. It's going to be kind of a bummer. Uh, that he's going to beat Finn, um, you know, and obviously bringing the demon back is well past due. Um, but we'll see, man. I, I'm I'm at least hopeful, you know. And like I said, I I at least am excited to see what they can do with with Bad Boy Roman Reigns now. But yeah, I mean, you know, obviously Extreme Rules is just a response to all that. You think it's fucking wasted? Uh, Becky Lynch at SummerSlam. I mean, that that that's one of the dumbest fucking things that the WWE's done in the last five years. Um, because no one fucking cares about 
that that title. No one cares about the SmackDown Women's title because they flubbed it so po- terribly at SummerSlam. But um, yeah, man, I, I, I hopefully they do some awesome build for SmackDown. You got some serious good shit you can do. You know, yeah, I've been saying acknowledge me for the last couple of weeks. You know, it's it. You know, we'll see with. And it just sucks because now that Brock is back, so they're gonna fucking make Brock part of this. Maybe Brock screws Roman. Hopefully, so we get a little bit of a reprieve from Roman being champion. Um, but we'll see, man. It, it, they, they're obviously they're trying to save a lot of face because of how awesome All Out is, and it could very well be end up being a decent show. But I'm uh, I'm willing to put some bank on. Big E being champ. I'm, I'm, and we'll see, man. I, there's just so many question marks around the WWE right now that um, it's not like they've. It's all they're not all good question marks, you know. Besides no. Big E, and um, besides Big E and the Usos being great bad guy heel tag team champions, you know, it's just they've they're, they've wasted so much talent that they're on the ropes. So uh, I, I think I. Listen, I think overall, I, I expect Extreme Rules to be a letdown again, and then hopefully they can kind of get their shit together um, going into whatever the fuck the October pay-per-view is going to be. Um, but, dude, it's um, All Out has made a goddamn statement, and especially with the timing of NXT, all this shit with NXT, um, it's it's not looking good. Hopefully Big E can, can carry the torch here. I, I think he can. But it's it's just a matter of if Vince is gonna fuck it up. I do too. Real quick, I, I hate yeah. to hate to wreck this from you, but this is uh, I'm looking at the. Uh, I decided to look it up. I had to Google it right because I started typing in "Sweet Saudi Money Mania." But um, so Crown Jewel 2021, which is uh, their next Sweet Saudi Money Mania show, is scheduled for October 21st, 2021, and they've already started advertising the card for that show. And the one of the matches Wait. that's announced is Roman what Reigns did- versus. Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship at Sweet Saudi Money Mania. What was the date? October 21st, 2021. My fucking birthday is Sweet Saudi Money. Yep. I didn't know how I'm spending my birthday. Sorry, folks. Yep. And (laughs) the thing is, if you go to the link, so there, because it, yeah, it is Wikipedia, but they do have a, uh, the little number eight dealy there. And, uh, As per uh, WWE on September 16th of 2021, if you click on it, it goes and there's the advertisement right there. Thursday, the one that's on screen. Yep. October 21st on the cock. Ah, I can't wait. Guess what? Guess who's not winning at Extreme Rules? Finn Balor. Yeah. Just fucking can't help themselves, man. They they cannot help themselves. Mm Mm-mm. Granted, it's amazing. The card is subject to change, but do you really believe it's going to change? Mm-mm. Hey, that, they're not—they're not paying for something else. I mean, they're—they're they're paying for Brock and Roman Reigns. So it's—that's uh, just—it's you know—it's okay to say no, Vince. It's okay to say we're not going to have that match. We got to—we got to do what's the best interest of of our storyline, and they can't—they fucking just can't do it. And I'm not—I'm listen, and I'm not totally throwing in the hat on this. I mean, maybe. Finn and, and um, Roman actually have a good match where he comes out on top. That's a possibility, but I just – you just got to – sometimes it's okay to have a question. Mark. 401K on that one? Definitely not. Not this <laughs> one, not this time around. Um, but, yeah, sometimes it's okay to say no. Just say, hey, 
we'll tell you what that match is going to be when we get there, you know, but they just can't help it, man. They just cannot help themselves. Last question for the night in regards of wrestling. Uh, this will open up a quick topic. Have you guys heard about the rumor, the speculation that Disney wants to buy the WWE by the end of the year? Yeah, that I heard they're not going to buy. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. They're not if that's if 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 that's the case, then they better have a lot of fucking money ready for Vince because he's not he's not going to take you know he's not going to take any sh- any shit offer for sure. Yeah, like they uh, that that's one of those things that comes up every few months. Disney's going to buy WWE. Well, that's been going on for a couple of years. I yeah. mean, and what the fuck is a family oriented property going to do with professional wrestling, sports like, entertainment? Well, you know, I, I know, I know Vince wants them to call it that, but you know, if it's a Disney thing, you're not going to have any blood. You can't have that much cursing. You're going to be on a major network. You know, you're going to do adult shit for kids. It just wouldn't. I, I, I'd be, I'd be fucking floored if that ended up somehow being true. But I, I yeah, that's that's that doesn't get any more than a rumor tag for me. Well, did you hear the newest, latest, greatest uh, band words list that came out of WWE? I did. I did. <laughs> Fucking mofo got put on that list. Yeah. Jeff, have you heard about this? I have not. Would you care to elaborate for me and the audience? Yes. Okay. So we're going to go through the list of the current band words for WWE. It's so funny. Wrestling. Wrestlers. Hmm. Belt. Blood. Choke, Diva, Strap, <laughs> Kayfabe, my personal favorite, Mofos, Headshot, Trauma, DQ, The Anti-Diva, Spinal Injuries, Victim, Violence or Violent, WWF, Wife Beater, <laughs> Curb Stomp, Strangle, Kill, Murder, Kayfabe makes it on this again, House Show, Push, being over, babyface, heel, job jobber, or card. A new band list for for their production. That list is bullshit. It's so crazy, dude. <laughs> like, how do you watch all out and then that's that's what you go with? Like, you can't say the things that are. It's it's insane. I don't no, know what. No, the no, fuck no, 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 no. Vince is senile. He's fucking senile. He's not. He's it not right anymore. The word card. Card is what you refer to the lineup of the wrestling event that's gonna. It's yes. a match card. Card is subject to change. Yeah, they, they used to say that on live television. Yeah, well, and you can't call it a house show anymore because now it's supposed to be referred to as a live event. So, so it'll be a domicile show, whatever. Yeah, it's a live event. You, you, you got to see what the lineup is for that night's festivities and hope that your 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 favorite wrestlers. Uh, well, you can't say getting pushed. Um. Can't say going over. Uh, he, he does well and is acknowledged. I guess. Oh I God! Don't fucking know. Sounds they're fucking, horrible. They're goofy. They've taken it's everything so that weird. made their program and their 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 company great, and they're just like literally. They're they're not just biting the hand that feeds. They're fucking cutting the damn hand off and eating. The yeah, arm. like it's why are you trying to separate yourself from wrestling? Like I don't understand. We're not, all. We're not wrestling at all. We're sports entertainment, pal. We 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 put on sports that are entertaining. It's not wrestling. Well, I mean, well, well, I mean, they were they were entertaining. Now they're just you know. Yeah, when it was wrestling, it was entertaining. Yeah. 
Well, it's weird. It's so yeah. weird, dude. I don't know what they're doing. And then he's going to torpedo NXT. It's oh, like, God. I don't, well, any, I, I just don't, I don't know what the end game is. I don't know what the end game is. Well, control like Vince has tried to control the legacy, the image, the history of the WWE, but they forget that people watch these shows and you can't, this revisionist history doesn't work because we're not fucking automatons. We're not as stupid as these places would like us to be. Because if we were, we wouldn't fight half this woke crap in entertainment and we wouldn't question this shit. So Vince hates that people are, you know, free thinking. Yeah, no, they, they, they think we're stupid too because like that's that story that came out about Adam Cole and what their offer was for him to promote him to the main roster, bring him up, what they were going to do. They were going to make him a manager for Keith Lee, and he had to change his name because apparently having somebody else on the roster named Cole might confuse us because there's a Michael Cole. It's like, yeah, we're that fucking stupid. A guy that's been featured on your show, on your network for the latter part of the last four years as one of your top stars, we're somehow going to not know that that's fucking Adam Cole when you bring him up and name him like Jack, you know, Johnson. It's like, yeah, we're not going to fucking notice that. It's like the carrying cross stuff. They're like, yeah, he's been on he's been on NXT for a while. He he was carrying your championship or at least close to it, and now you put him in a fucking gimp costume. Yeah, okay, good luck. And you wonder, they wonder why they wonder why. And then you, yeah, yeah, and you've got Mick Foley putting out videos now about how shit's not working. Like you have Mick, who was a company man. Yeah. Wait, wait, what? He's putting, wait, he's putting out, he's getting on YouTube and putting out videos like, yeah, this shit ain't, this shit ain't good anymore. Like, really? Oh, yeah, he did. He did. He that is, so now he's put, that is like awesome. TikTok. That is it was awesome. Like TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, some, he went on some kind of platform and he cut like this, like five minute little thing about WWE, we're in trouble. You're in trouble yep. because this is what the other side is doing compared to what you're doing. And apparently the people of WWE are not happy with Mr. Mick. And, he, and he, well, then he's like, well, new talent doesn't have incentive to come to WWE anymore. Which is correct. Yeah. And it it's just like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And then, of course, obviously the news that Vince is going to torpedo NXT to, while bringing it to USA and all this other shit. Uh, but that's crazy. And, you know, and, and Mick came back to push that nonsense with the 24-7 title. Like, he was a company guy. And he did his damnedest to get the 24-7 title over. And when it didn't, he blamed himself. And he was like, fuck, you know, I fucked it up. Da-da-da-da. You know, but now he's got his own YouTube channel. And he's like, listen, we're in fucking trouble. Well, <laughs> Mick, Mick's always fought what Vince and, you know, the company wanted to do. Look at how he handled the Montreal screw job. He was the guy who quit, essentially. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now. We had a couple great wrestling super chat questions come in. Uh, let's read these first, and then we'll uh, get to that one. Now, Pitch Black says, new WCBS canon. Mr. Cleon was a fake TV psychic until receiving visions of a man in a buffalo headdress, murdering his victim. His only clue, sinister murmurs as he stalks his prey. Mm, bunny. I like it. <laughs> Don't say that shit, because I'll make it, goddammit. I swear to God. Yeah, we, we will. We have every be an official... incentive in the world to do this. I know, I know. Th- th- this and Black Shark. <laughs> or Black, Black Jaws. Black Jaws. Terminigro first, bro. Terminigro. Oh, right. dude. Yes, and then we can make a franchise out of it because then we have Black Jaws. Then we can have Terminigro versus Black Jaws. There you go. There you go. I want to make Black Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> <laughs> I like 
like it. Adam Walford, thank you very much. Battleship was pushed back three times before coming out. Also, A-10 40-millimeter cannons go brrrr. There is video with A-10s firing its gun. It's awesome. Yes, it I'll is. take your word for it. Fucking rip shit apart. <laughs> take they're, your called, word for they're called tank killers for a reason, Nick. Oh, shit. Did you say taint killers? Yes, taint killers. <laughs> they will kill your taint inside of a tank. <laughs> That's true. Good. You should... Never mind. Anyway, Darian217 <laughs> says... Looks like you had a blast when I saw you on the hard cam with Moxley, Jeff. How was the AEW show? Your review compared to your last WWE event you attended. Gladly, Darian217. So, I was at AEW, Dynamite, and uh, whatever their Friday show is called, Rampage, Rampage, last week. They filmed it from Cincinnati, Ohio at the 5th. You know what? Let me just share the picture real quick. Sorry, guys. I keep posting it in our chat, but I need it for Facebook reasons or YouTube reasons. But, yeah, I got... I had great seats. Uh, I was on the hard camera. I was on TV the entire time, which was kind of funny. But my favorite part was waking up the next morning because all the listeners kept sending me screenshots. Hey, Jeff, you were on TV. Hey, Jeff, we saw you on TV. How was the show? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. This is what it's like when people recognize you on the TV show. Because like, I've been on wrestling before, and I'm like, oh, there I am. And my friends are like, cool. Or my mom's like, hey. But um, our friend KR Companion sent photos. Hold on, let's pull this one up. This is my favorite one. Because, yeah, as you can see it paused right here. There's this guy, me, on live TV. But to, <laughs> but Darian217, to give you the review you request, AEW put on a wonderful show because even their dark matches were entertaining. When the show starts at 7 o'clock, from 7 till 11, it was pretty much nonstop. I've been to over 50 WWE shows. I've been to 14 WrestleManias. I've been to all the big pay-per-views and seen a lot of big things happen. Now, AEW wasn't going to top a WrestleMania or a pay-per-view, but it's the best non-pay-per-view event I've been to in years and years and years. And shit, I had a better time leaving AEW than some WrestleManias. And yeah, I'll say it like that. WrestleMania 32, fuck that show. WrestleMania 30, good show. WrestleMania 31, good show. But 32, go fuck yourself. There you go, Darian217. I will go on record. AEW from September, whatever, I had a better time than at WrestleMania 32. And Dion, you were there at WrestleMania 32. It sucked, didn't it? It was really bad. We had more fun in the fucking parking lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, guys. So I think we've reached a pretty solid episode. Uh, mm -hmm. We're about that three-hour mark. Is there anything you guys want to say before we put this baby to bed? God damn it, Kenny Galladay, only three catches. Fuck you. <laughs> um, I was I was gonna say for for Halloween, uh, I might I might start a Twitch again and I might play through uh, the Dark Picture games, starting with Until Ooh. Dawn and and going all the way into the new one that's coming out. I think on the twenty second of October. So I might do that. So uh, if you're subscribed to our Twitch. Uh, Hopefully, starting around the beginning of October, I'll start uh, start playing those games at least an hour or more a day uh, on our days off. We're not doing anything, so uh, that should be fun. Yeah, <laughs> so something for for October. For October. Now, yeah. folks, I have put the PO box address: WCBS Show One Four Three Two Zero Ventura Boulevard, Suite One Sixty Three, Sherman Oaks, California Nine One Four Two Three. We've been uh, receiving some cool stuff. We're going to start bringing back Tales from the P.O. Box. Just send us stuff, and I'll make it happen. I finally settled in in my home, so I'm happy. Joseph Bienowicz, thank you very much for your super chat. The way Vince is going, there's going to be a Buffalo Jeff entertainer. Quick, guys, trademark the name. 
<laughs> I think I think we have the website or something. Like we, I, I, I know we, we have do. it somewhere. Okay, yeah, I, I know we had it somewhere. So, <laughs> uh, Buffalo Jeff, the entertainer. I didn't know he could play piano. Well, Daniel, I actually can play the piano. So Buffalo Jeff can play the piano as well. There no, it was it was it, it was funny when I think we were we were bored like Saturday or Friday at the convention. Jeff pulls out his iPad and starts like going through GarageBand making beats and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I I. Uh, a sequencer. I was playing around with how to use that. There you go. There you go. <laughs> hold on, Nick. Let me see if it's here. Oh, God. Oh, hold on. I'll just play the sequencer part because it's the only part worth a damn. Uh, let's see. But it was fun. Here we go, folks. Buffalo Jeff played this. Actually, we were high. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were bored as fuck at that show at the end, dude. It took forever to close out that last day. It did. I, I think. I think. I think everyone having a time and they didn't want to leave, so it's kind of just like lagging around. But you know, it was it was good to go back to that and you know, have that feeling again and meet meet everybody again that you know we would always party with. So it was it was fun. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Dion Kendo didn't mean to cut you guys off. Is there anything you'd like to add? No, I'm good. Yeah, good, baby. All right, so folks, thank you for watching. Be smart. Be safe. Be cool. But always be excellent to each other. Dot com.